The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. You're a sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended and turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. What is going on, my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode, I believe, number 234. Today's date is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. If you're out there in the live chat, we don't know that you're out there unless you say something. So let us see that you're out there. Leave a comment out there to chat. Let us know where you are, what's going on. If you're new to the channel, new to the show, then by all means, let us know this is your first time. We'll try to pop your cherry. We cannot promise you to make you any smarter. Hell, we just hope not to make you any dumber. If you're out there and you want to call or text into the show, yes, you can call and text in. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole and you're in the darkness and you're looking for that light, Call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you any medical advice, but I sure as hell could be a pretty decent ear to listen to. If you are looking for someone to get you some medical attention and help you, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers and sisters out here that are willing and able to help. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So I implore you to utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline. 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. As always, we are spotlighting the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, visit the website marines.com. And as always, we're a a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network, so go check out all the great podcasts over on selfdefenseradio.net. Let's get it off of my ugly mug and we've got some links out to some different people um, that were busy last week as well but right now we've got our shotgun writer our quasi co-host of this fiasco from the great state of texas the tactical virus i mean uh leprechaun himself what's up clove i'm going woke i think i'm gonna boycott this show it would be a make a be- great, but much better show. So I mean, well, I mean, it's the Armed yeah. Citizen podcast, and I just feel that, you know, I I, I don't agree with uh, amputation of people's arms. I think all citizens should have arms. Um, I, I don't. It's big pharma so, so, or big medical or something. Saying, uh, you must be in the pocket of them. Is all I gotta say. So are you saying that this podcast is only for people with their arms, not for the non-armed citizens? Well, that's the that's what the title says. I'm just saying. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, speaking of shotguns, we always do a weekly thing. So I want to ask Clover. I know he shot some last week. What's your shotgun of the I week did. this week? You know, not one that I shot last week. Okay. I'll save right. I'll save those for later. And I only shot a couple because, thank God, um, the amount you almost, of you almost so didn't I shoot know, anyone. right? That's what I was six to say. I'm a little bit mad at all the people that I met at the gathering 
Uh, of course, I talk with them. We'll talk. We'll get into this a little later on. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll get into later on. Screw it. So, um, yeah, but we did see uh, our buddies with Taurus and Heritage and Rossi. And so on that note, because I've been looking at some Rossi stuff and Rossi has a little um, what series, I guess, or whatever of, of shotguns. I got them in different gauges, some little single shots that are like um, snake charmers. They call them the Tuffy. Okay. Uh, and they hold uh, shotgun shells in the stock, and they're pretty cool little little single shot shotguns. I think I own, I think I own one before Rossi's while they were under Taurus. I think, I think the okay. one I've got is is made by Taurus, but uh, they're pretty neat, pretty neat little for little, little truck so was, guns or something was like that. Was it a Taurus brand back then, or was it still Rossi? It was still a Taurus brand shotgun. I think it was. I think it was built by Rossi, but probably branded Taurus. They brand. they did a lot of that. Yeah, they did a lot of that weird stuff back in the day. So okay. uh, that that'd be a question for uh, Cody or maybe um, uh, Jacob. Jake with State Farm. Yeah, yeah, Jake with State Farm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. We got to start doing that. You know, if he yeah. had any sense, of, which he does, he has a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But for shot show, I'd I'd show up with khakis and a red, you know, Taurus shirt on, and uh, and rock the booth, Jake from State Farm. Yeah, I think Taurus is pretty because they they all wear like suit and tie type stuff. Yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty. uh, I think so. Yeah, unfortunately. Marcus out there says good evening. Hello, Marcus. How are you? Tactical Fuds out there. What's up, Buck? We got Rod and Shelly out there with Aegis Gun Care. What's going on, homies? Uh, Ozzy says boo, and I replied bark. Uh, the 1% is out there. He says howdy, folks. I think he's stealing Ellis's line, but it is what it is. We'll, we'll let them have it this time. Um, I do want to mention this. Defense Dad out there says yo, everybody. We do not discriminate against the single yo. Now, gear report, they require the three yo entrance. We do not, unlike some people, do not discriminate against the single or the double yo. So do not feel like you're pressured to use the three yo entrance. We will take the single yo, just saying. Um, Anyways, (laughs) before we get going, I I do want to uh, take a minute real quick and talk about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. And, And Clover got a chance to meet them as well last week. Two of our good friends, uh, Marcus, I mean, uh, I saw Marcus down there. Two of our good friends, Danny and Josh, are two Marsoc Marines. They're part of what are called the Marsoc Three, who were, um, I mean, it, it's it's bad, guys. Just Google Marsoc Three, but um, it, it's pretty bad. They were falsely accused and falsely charged with the death of a contractor in New Year's of 2019. They've been on trial. They've been in lingo for three years now. Um, there is no evidence whatsoever aside from what could be considered self-defense, but their their lives have been destroyed. Their families, their friends uh, are going through hell through this. Um, so what I'm asking you to do is I want to put a link out here in the chat. And if you're able to, any dollar amount helps. You don't have to spend a lot of money. I'm asking you to join me in supporting the Marsoc 3 with their... Um, legal defenses there is a fundraiser going on um you can follow that link right there to uh help out if you're able and willing to you don't have to but if the word semper fidelis means anything to any of you out there then please at least go check out this website and and help if you can or at least share this with someone that might be able and willing to help 
Uh, they're fantastic human beings that are basically in the wrong place at the wrong time, being forced in a situation they didn't even want to be in. They had to defend themselves, and it is what it is. Um, got a chance to talk with them extensively last week about all of it and got all of the information that either the media is leaving out or whatever. You hear it straight from their mouths and um, really awesome human beings. They're warriors for sure. But like I said, if you're out there and the words Semper Fidelis mean anything to you, maybe at least go check out that website. And if you're able to donate, great. And, um, you know, let them know that you heard it from from ghosts and all of that. So, um, yeah, share it. If nothing else, please share it on social media that maybe someone who sees it will be able to help. It's going to take a lot of money for their uh, legal defense. So that's what we're asking people to help out. Anyways, um, yeah, we had a chance to talk with Danny and Josh a lot. We stayed in our house last week with us in South Carolina. Just great guys. Um, just absolutely been through hell and back. Uh, so Mr. FNH got the message. The single yo is okay. So well done, sir. Well done. Um, so yeah, before we get going, you guys always know that we have on every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday at 10 a.m. We have our ghost tactical polls over on our community tab on YouTube. We have some fun with them. Uh, more importantly, we just, you know, ask some crazy questions. Sometimes it's it's what it is. But uh, we asked a few questions, and um, we're going to go ahead and ask them out there right now. Uh, Clove, you can give me your answers as well. But the first one um, has 1.4 thousand votes. It says, would you rather have only a phone or only a computer? What do you say? Uh, it would have to be a phone. Yeah, phones. I would, I would hate it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I would hate it. I but. understand. Yep. I understand. Yeah, and that's obviously leading with uh, 78%. And like I said, with the smartphones these days, they're basically computers. Now, would it make, as much as you love editing, it would make it just a little bit harder for you to edit uh, oh, videos. Oh, a little bit? Holy crap. <laughs> So, yeah, um, let's see here. The next one is, would you rather be? Now, these were from a, a week or two ago. We didn't do them last week. That's why I kept them, because we didn't go over them last week when we were in the hotel room. Um, so if you've already answered them, cool. Would you rather be police, a fireman, in the military, or a government official? Clove, what about what you said? I know you, I know you already answered this on the actual... Oh, but I want to go through what you said because it made a lot of sense. Yeah, I would almost have to be a government official. I mean, I I don't think I'm tough enough for the fireman military thing. <laughs> Those dudes are pretty rugged, yeah. uh, and I, I I can't handle much respect for law enforcement and uh, and also prison guards and you know correctional officers. I guess is the uh, PC term, but law people that people that have to people that have to babysit grown people. It's like I I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably choke someone out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just I don't I don't have the temperament for it. And God bless the ones that do. That's just ain't me. Marcus says he'd like to be a fireman. Uh, I almost put astronaut because I mean, let's be honest. When we were all four or five years, at least our generation, I can't speak for today's generation because most of them haven't ever seen a space shuttle, probably, you know. But when we were growing up, you know, you ask most kids at three, four, five years old. I would say the majority of you is, I want to be an astronaut because space travel was still a 
a big deal back then. I don't know what it is anymore. You know, all you got to do now is call Elon, right? This is or true. or Be- uh, Bezos, <laughs> either Bezos. one. That you see his rocket, man. His yeah. rocket's an interesting looking rocket. You know, uh, the 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 fireman thing brings something into mind. I mean, if that's yeah. something you want to try to do, I was, you know, I don't know, two decades or longer. Um, I was a volunteer fireman, mm-hmm. was actually actually worked up to assistant chief and was chief for a short period of time. Um, so if you're into that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't have to do that. You don't get paid, obviously, but um you know, that can uh, get you out in the community and helping and, and doing a lot of different, a lot of different things, but just be prepared because mm-hmm. working motor vehicle accidents and, yeah. and house fire, especially when it comes to kids, I mean, kids. you're around some, yeah. you're around some really rough stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, just be prepared. That's another aspect of, I guess, all of those jobs, except for politician, right? That, yeah. you know, fire and police and stuff. military mm-hmm. is going to be around some very, very hard stuff that they have to deal with. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, politicians, you just got to put up with a bunch of bull. Let's be about it. Now, Rod says LEO, but he's a little biased. You know, he was in a deal for a long time. Uh, Ozzy says, Ghost, you know anything about Hero Company? They make paracord bracelets to pay for companion dogs for veterans. Yeah, uh, there's there's several of them out there. Uh, you've got Spikes K9, uh, you've got Hero. There's probably, you've got Mike Ritland's got one. Um, there are a bunch of them that uh, are going for canines, and it's in the veteran community for service dogs. Um, some of them, not all of them, some of them are actually taking it a step further, and they take retired military or work uh, police work dogs that are still, you know, viable dogs, but they're just past their prime to do what they need to do, whether it's working dogs in the military or LEO. And they take them and place them with veterans that to be a service dog as well. But a lot of them are what you know of. They're labs. They're all these different dogs that it raises puppies that are trained as an early age to be service dogs for not just veterans. I think veterans probably make up a large part of it. But anyone that's struggling with depression, PTSD and all of that. But obviously a lot of them um, are military. But yes, uh, Heroes one, like I said, Spikes Canine is another one. Mike Ritland, I can't remember exactly what his is, but Mike Ritland, um, who's a, a former SEAL, um, he's got one that does it. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a phenomenal thing. Um, we we both know Charlie, and when um, Charlie lost his service dog not too long ago, he's got a new one now, but... Um, yeah, service dogs can really, I mean, they, for some people, it is something that keeps them going every day. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a big, big deal. Yeah. We've Um, met a lot. We've met a lot at shows and things. I mean, I think about karma, karma's karma. I mean, I just saw karma Karma still got posts rolling out and left and right on Instagram. I I did. I'm not going to lie. I followed karma on Instagram. Right. Uh, yeah. I was a cool ass dog, man. <laughs> and he's one of the few handlers. The guy that handles them is one of the few handlers that allows you to pet and play. Most service dogs, you're not allowed to really play with them and touch them because they're they're trained to do certain things. Right. But he was all, yeah, man, have fun, roll around with them. And that dog, Karma, was an awesome dog. Yeah. And who was he yeah. with at that time? Was it proper or who was true it? That he was? True, true, true. She's the true spec dog. Yeah. 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 That's right. 
but yeah, there are a lot of great ones out there. So if you're interested in supporting some of that, then absolutely there's some great ones. Uh, Defense Dad says, do you know if Riker Grip has a left-hand option? Their website doesn't list hand orientation. It goes either way, and I promise you it works for lefties because Ron, who invented it, is a lefty. So yes, it, it will work uh, left-handed. So um, he would not design anything that he couldn't use himself. So yeah, Ron being a lefty, I I know for a fact that it runs for lefty. So yes, um, absolutely. What were we talking about? We were talking about service. Oh, Aussie service dog. Yeah. So um, as of right now, with one point six thousand votes, military's at fifty two percent. A government official is at nineteen percent. Firemen sixteen percent, and police twelve percent. So thank you all that voted in that. And the last one now. I, I'm going to get it. I understand Understand that I can only put five choices. So I left the all-consuming other leave a comment. And I got 106 comments. So, But this next question is, of the following, what is the best AR-15? I put the Daniel Defense DDM4, which is their M4, the Smith & Wesson M&P Sport, the HK416 and the Aero Precision M4, and obviously other, leave a comment. Um, of those four, Clove, do you have one that you prefer over the others? What's, what's, an, assuming, AR, what's an AR15? What? Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, I'm assuming you're not going to pick Smith & Wesson. What? I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, what, yeah, are what you getting that? rashes right now? Is yeah. that a jet or something? What, what are we talking about? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, it is. It's, okay. it's, it's a... Uh, it's a FUD helicopter. Oh, that's one of them assault rifle 15s, ain't it? Yeah. That's they talk about all the time. I've heard about those. I've heard about those on the news before. Yeah. The, yeah I don't know why anybody, I don't know why anyone would want that. Yeah. Weapon of war. Yeah. Scary, man. I don't know why anybody wants that. Scary boy. Spy shotgun. Spy shotgun. Yeah, man. I tell you. Spy shotgun. Yeah. Uh, would you go with an AR shotgun? If you had to, well, that's no, something you'd rock. I, honestly, I'd rather rock a, uh, I'd rather rock a Saiga, one of the AK variants yeah. or something. Absolutely. Honestly, no, I get it. I've never, it. I've never. That was a joke with the AR, obviously, but um, maybe somebody new out there going, "Who's this Fud?" You're right, but you're, <laughs> you're, you're not completely right. Damn it, who's um, King Fud? You better recognize, right? right. <laughs> uh, but no, I've, I've never, I've never fired one of the AR, you know, style. Because they're not ARs, let's be honest. They're not. No, no, no. They're just, they look like them. Um, I've never just, I've never handled one of those that I liked. And on the, on the flip side, though, the AK style or AK style, I mean, they're, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, I just, I don't know. I, I would, I'd probably prefer that if I was going to go that route. But um, even then, I mean, that's one of the reasons you see a lot of, you know, bullpup is a thing, right? In shotguns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it's like, you, you just get so limited when you get outside of, you know, it's like, okay, I can see some of the competition style models, you know, the JM 940s from Mossbergens and stuff like that. Hey, mm -hmm. having pistol grips and three gun style shotguns and things like that. You know, you can do some sporting clay stuff and some hunting and some, some different things with it. But when you get into bullpups and, and, and different weird platforms and other things, it's like, mm -hmm. they're cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for cool. They're cool. But it's like the 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 novelty for me wears off really quick. That makes sense. Sure, no, I get it. Uh, Warsaw says he came across a badass trigger for the AK sold by Arsenal. It's the enhanced. What was that FIME trigger? Um, 
I'm sure there's some great triggers out there for everything that you could possibly want under the sun. Now, going uh, back know, to I'm that experience with that, but go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Going back to that poll, what was your what okay. was the choices again? The actual choices are the what's the best of the fall of the best AR, the Daniel Defense M4, the Smith and Wesson MP Sport, HK416, the Aero Precision M4, or other. Leave a comment. Best probably Daniel Defense. Yeah, it's how did how did it line out? What was the votes? Did you say so? Right now, uh, with one point five thousand votes, the Daniel Defense comes in first yeah. place with forty percent. The HK four sixteen is at twenty three percent, which is a great one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the uh, MMP Sport at fifteen percent. The Arrow at eight percent, and other with thirteen percent. That that might actually be hashtag my poll. I would probably rank them in that order as well if you told yeah. me to rank them. I would. I mean, everyone knows I'm a huge fan of obviously the MMP fifteen. That's my battle rifle, and I do that because it is a an affordable rugged right you know it's a 500 ar that's modular as hell you can bang it and not feel guilty about it right and all of that but if you're talking you know the only thing that i probably would honestly my personal opinion i probably put the hk416 above the daniel defense but it's really really close um yeah. it is what it is well, when uh, you're talking when you're taught when you say best and people have a lot of different interpretations right absolutely. i think i think quality in the the manufacturing process right that's sort of where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking and in that i honestly think daniel defense probably spends a little more time with their stuff than hk they probably do and there, there's no doubt i, I think that the quality of it um is a little bit better than hk i i just happen to like the feel and the ergonomics of the hk but yeah, if you're talking just straight up quality of parts and all of that, yeah, probably Daniel Defense uh, of those. Now, Marcus out there says the Mossberg 940 Tactical looks promising. Yep. Um, I like the 590 Tactical. Um, that's just me. Um, let's see here. Stopping. Oh, Screaming School Saloon says stopping and quick to say hi and hit that like button. I appreciate it. He says Daniel Defense. And he said, I did choose other, though. Cobalt Kinetics is his favorite AR. There you go. There you go. Um, let's see here. I think I got a press release on the 940 Tactical earlier today. Did I not? I don't I said, that's that's interesting. I, yeah, I don't know either. I think I did. Let's see here. Mossberg. I'm looking at it's like, was that today? Say yesterday. Yeah, I can't find it. Maybe I didn't delete it. Um, if I did, I have it somewhere in my emails. I go through some emails. I probably I might have just kind of swiped left on it. <laughs> yeah, and, I never looked at it. I, I didn't even go and look at it. So uh, because oh. you know I played around with that nine forty snow goose, and it's it's essentially the exact same shotgun. It's just going to have a shorter barrel. I'm assuming. Be all yeah. tact- tactical looking. Uh, Mr. FNH says, I'm about to have Taco John's. One of my favorite places to eat. Sorry about the yo, I guess. No, no, no. What I was saying is there are some people in <coughs> your report <coughs> that require a yo, 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 a three yo entrance. I do not discriminate against the single yo or the double yo. 
You can throw as many yo's out there as you want, and it's not going to hurt my feelings. Jeff gets butthurt if it's not a three-yo entrance. Just saying. He's highfalutin over there, you know. Uh, Warsaw says, Roger, I know, makes... Roger, he knows, makes good quality beginner AR-15s. Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, there's a lot of really good... And I'm not going to say cheap anymore because they're not, you know, you can't really get them for 300 bucks right now. I'd say that, that $500 mark, there's some really quality, five to $700, really quality um, ARs that are going to run, that are not going to have any problems with, and they're not going to break the bank. You know, you're going to look at $15 to $2,000 for some of the upper end. You're going to spend a lot more than that on the Daniel defenses and all that. Uh, Black Reigns are great ones, you know, for that $2,000 mark. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of great, great ones out there um, under $1,000 still. And, yeah, there's some great ones. If you're looking to get an AR, uh, let me know. I can, maybe I can help you. Uh, let's see here. Warsaw says Ruger makes great. The Ruger 5.56 isn't bad. I'll say that. I think that where Ruger has really, you know, obviously 10.22 and the in, in the pistols and all of that, but as far as the carbines, where I think that they have really done well in their ARs aren't bad. I would I wouldn't put them above Smith and Wesson for sure. I wouldn't put them above Arrow for sure. Um, they're probably over there with maybe the PSAs, and that's not a knock on PSA, but let's just be real. Um, but I'd say what Ruger has done the last couple of years is with their, uh, the PC carbines and then the, uh, the little nine millimeter, uh, what they call that thing that was so hot last year. Um, anyways, yeah, the, 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 the nine millimeter, the, the PCCs, little nine millimeter carbines they've come out with the last couple of few years, they are, are really salty. So yeah, Ruger's done a really good job with that. Waiting on them to waiting on them to up the game and bring back the OG forty four carbine. That's what I want to see. You know, that's something that that would be interesting. I think that would probably do really well in today's market. Really well, actually. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Let's see here. I can't believe you went to the gathering and omitted PSA. Whoops. Oops. They got plenty of they got plenty of promotion by the through the gathering. They'll be okay, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about some stuff from PSA. I got one thing at least to talk about from PSA. If we get yeah, to what it. you got? Oh, we can start now if you'd like. Well, I don't. Well, yeah, we're we're whatever. Okay, we'll wait. We'll wait then. I'm yeah. uh, going through the comments real quick. Screaming skulls is all of my ARs are built using Daniel Defense. Spikes spikes is another good one. Faxon's got some amazing barrels, BCGs, and all that. Lantac. Uh, Geisley triggers obviously rise armaments good fab defense is good precision armament parts yeah I mean all of those if you're building with all of those then you're you're gonna have one hell of a rifle now that being said I was more talking about the pre-assembled out of the box ready to shoot not build your own but yeah all of those companies that you're listing right there bro if you're using those to build your rifles you are not going to have an issue one. So, uh, yeah, those are all good. Um, born to be a shooter, Josh says, if you're going to mention Smith & Wesson and best AR, at least put up the OG mil-spec MMP15. Uh, so that's the original sport there. That's not the sport, too. That's the original sport. Um, and I know that it's not the old mil-spec MP15. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about, I tell you, if you want to talk old mil-spec, it's hard to go against. I should have brought this up. It's hard to go against the old Colt. 
I mean, that Colt's been around forever. That Colt is what the, yep. uh, was came off of. Basically, the M16 yep. was a Colt that I shot. Uh, so that Colt is, and it's still around, and it's still it's still a very, very, very viable option out there. So um, absolutely. Well, we're overlooking Armalite. Armalite, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're also looking uh, over OG, anyway, Bushmasters. Bushmaster, now it's going to be interesting. Who bought Bushmaster through the Remington sale? Do you remember? I don't remember who actually bought it, but I know that they're coming with some different Bushmaster stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see whoever it was. And it, I, was it PSA that got it? Um, no, Frank, Franklin Armory. Franklin bought, got Bushmaster. Bushmaster, okay. yeah. Okay, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Bushmaster going forward because. Um, unfortunately, prior to the, the sell off of Remington, there was a time that Bushmaster did not have, I'm not saying that it was warranted, but it didn't have the greatest reputation in the last few years. I remember, yeah. uh, well, gosh, was it three or four years ago? You could get a Bushmaster for under $300, you know, yeah. at some places. And so I'm hoping that whoever, why? yeah, but you're right. The old, you know, the Bushmaster has a long history. That's why I, I said OG. Hope, yeah. I just, yeah. I just hope it, it, they do something with it to kind of bring it back to a little bit of prominence. I think, I think that the AR world is better with Bushmaster is good. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest logos to me. I, I love the Bushmaster. The logo. Charger, the PC Charger. I'm sorry. Thanks, Buck. The Ruger. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just talking about the logos. I said I've always liked the Bushmaster logo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Warsaw says, speaking of ARs, who makes a good quality AR with a 20-inch barrel and is a clone of the M16A4? Well, I mean, there's some. a lot of them are going to do 16-inch, maybe even 18-inch. Um, I think that the, 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 the lifespan of a 20-inch AR stock, um, there's, there's not a whole lot out there. Um, I shot a 20 inch. The Colt was a 20 inch. The M16, I should say, was a 20 inch. Um, the Colt. So, um, but yeah, there, there, there's out there, and you can always get different barrels, um, links, and all that. I think what they've assumed though is with the 223 cartridge, that that sweet spot is kind of like that 16 to 18 inch uh, to really maximize. You know, the, the 20 inch barrel doesn't give you enough, honestly enough additional length and coverage uh to warrant the extra two inches to make it a little bit longer a little bit heavier and all of that i think the sweet spot for that 223 cartridge in an ar platform is that 16 to 18 inch um that's just me I'm not saying the 20 inch is bad but um i understand that the 556 that the military uses in the m16 uh at least when i was in the 20 inch m16 that was a different cartridge than the two two three that you're going to shoot through your normal ARs. Go ahead. I uh, well, I was just going to say I've got one with a twenty four inch barrel, so it totally oh, nice. depends. You're right; it totally depends on the ammunition you're shooting. That's for really yeah. heavy, really heavy stuff at twenty four inch, yeah. uh, and it's more bench bench rest than anything. Um, but t- t- when you're talking about the retro style stuff, PS both PSA and Brownells do. Mm-hmm quite a bit in that retro in that retro market yeah. if, if you're talking budget pricing yeah. um and yeah. if you want to go all out just go get a colt absolutely um and, and i i am one that bec- i guess for sentimental reasons 
I like the carry handle. Um, if you're going to run irons, cause that's kind of, that's, that's, that's what I learned to shoot with was the old Colt with the carry handle with yeah. iron sights. Now, if you're going to run an optic, I am not a fan of having to put an optic on top of the carry handle. Cause I think that just screws a lot of things up that doesn't need to be screwed with. So if you like running iron sights, if you, and you so, like the old style Colt, yeah, carry handle would be cool, but I would, if you're going to run an optic, my, my advice is don't get a carry handle if you plan on running an optic. That's, so, just, that's just my opinion. So I've got a retro build that does have a, uh, dang, I can't remember the, is it Leatherwood? I can't remember the, or Hilux maybe. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Retro optic. It's original from like the eighties. Uh, oh, wow. There's a reason there's a hole in the carry handle. And that reason is to be able to mount optics. So, I mean, it was designed to be able to do that. Um, now my question though is when you were in, did you mm-hmm. ever, cause obviously having optics on the carry handle has been a thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. did I you ever see it? Did, did you ever see it in the military? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just didn't like them. Okay. Um, I, I just, I, I was just know, wondering if it was a common enough thing you've seen it or it's like, nah, mm-hmm. there was some, you know, special teams maybe that ran them or whatever. No, I mean, a, a lot of them, uh, back in the day, you could take the, the carry handle off uh, if you wanted to, but understand also at, at one point, um, that was the only way to run an optic. I just didn't like it, but you have to understand those old Colts back in the day, they didn't have Picatinny rails, you know, they had the rounded molded, you know, hand guards where they didn't have rails. There wasn't a rail necessarily on, on the top of the upper. Um, so there for a while, because we're talking, these things were, you know, are older and those were given to the military well so, before they started putting red dots on things, you know? So do you know why the carry handle exists? It's a very interesting honestly, story. Honestly, I don't think I've ever heard so, it. Actually, I mean, obviously it's a carry handle, but I honestly, obviously, yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's not though. It's well, not. The carry handle is actually a cover or a shroud because the old school ARs, the charging mm-hmm. handle was on the top. Oh yeah. Okay. Interesting. And so that covered, you know what I'm saying? That was like a trigger guard. It covered that charging handle. And then people started carrying them by that, obviously. And then it became the carry handle and it carried over even when they changed the design and moved the charging handle to the rear. But yeah, it's everybody calls it a charging handle. And it's like, eh, that wasn't why it was there. <laughs> the carry, yeah. That is interesting. I had never heard that. So yeah, I learned something new. Um, Defense dad says his stepdad's Wyndham weaponry AR is really nice. I, I, I never owned one. I don't even know if I have shot a Wyndham. I don't know that I have. Does that make sense? Right. Um, I'm not saying that I haven't, but I just, I wasn't aware of it. But so I've never, I, I don't know if I remember anything about a Wyndham. You ever shot a Wyndham? I have. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty yeah, nice. I haven't shot one in the last. You can get those for a pretty a, decent price too. So. I haven't shot one in the last quite a few years, and so yeah. the ones I've shot were decent. And then, you know, in the last few years, I've, I've heard some trash talk about Wyndham. So I don't know if they changed hands or the company changed or, or could have. what happened. But didn't Wyndham? Wasn't Wyndham some guys from Bushmaster or something that broke off? I think that's the story with Wyndham. I could be yeah. wrong, but the, it seems like there was a bigger AR company and some guys broke off and started Wyndham, but I can't, could be. I can't be certain on that. Could be. Uh, Josh says he has both the old Smith and the really old Bushmaster. 
He likes the Smith Mort's nicer and was his very first AR he bought right after he turned 18. She's a safe gun now. There you go. You know, whether it's a Smith, whether it's a Bushmaster, whether it's the Colt, was it Armalite, a lot of those old, OG, as you could say, OG ARs, they were built right. And so they're all probably pretty good. They probably would still run today. Um, so many companies, and this is just, and it's not just in ARs, it's across the board in every facet of the of the market are, are, are using lighter weight materials, obviously. Um, but I'm not going to say cheap, but let's say less expensive materials because they want to bring the cost down, whether or not they're bringing the retail price down, they're either trying to bring the retail price down or maximize profits, but they're not built the way they used to be. Um, yeah, there is a difference. The polymer lower was one of those things that it's a big thing. But back in the day, there was no such thing as a polymer lower, you know. Right. Well, the, a, a few things on that. First of all, I have new. Uh, what is it? New Frontier Armory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was one of the first. The Plum Crazy lowers uh, were some of the first polys to ever hit the market. I actually yeah. own a couple of uh, rifles with uh, at least two with the Gen Two anyway poly lowers from uh, New Frontier Armory and. Believe it or not, they've held up. Now, they are pretty much yeah. range, range toys, right? They don't get beat around, sure. anything like sure. that. One of them is actually a hunting rifle, but again, it doesn't get beat around. It gets put in the truck. It gets carried up in the deer stand or whatever. Um, right. So they're they're babied a little bit. Now, it's, it's interesting what I was going to say, and then you mentioned the poly, which brought me into New Frontier Armory, which illustrates mm-hmm. my point, is not all metals are the same and people think just because it's steel it's steel or just because it's aluminum it's aluminum and i can vouch for this i've got a um i've got a new frontier armory lower that is aluminum they they did build it maybe they still do i don't even know if they're still around uh but they not only made polymer but they eventually made aluminum and i can guarantee you just from assembling that lower and missing with a punch a few times and stuff um we all have done it if we built very many ars and it's inferior aluminum without a doubt on that thing yeah sure um <laughs> screaming skull saloon says the a-team had optics on top of the carry handle except when they were using the mini 14 um warsaw says even the army during the time of black hawk down they didn't even have any picatinny rails on their rifles um yeah that's that's when i was in so yeah, um, I can verify that um, for sure. Let's see here. Artax says hi, folks. Howdy, Artax and daughters. Uh, Rich White he says the charging handle used to look like an upside down trigger on top of the upper receiver. Yep, it was like a little curved kind of half moon thing. Um, kind of what you see now, and some of them on the side chargers still use that design somewhat. Um, but it's more of a side charging handle. I've seen them on some of those guns and barbecue says 14th thumb. Well, let's get those thumbs up guys. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that guy, but hell there's, there's 20 something people watching. I should have at least 20 something thumbs. So thumb me. <laughs> that came out wrong. Didn't it? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Warsaw says the first AR 15 he shot was a Remington ACR and five, five, six back in 2014. Um, Buck's out there. Thank you very much. He said, let's help out the Marsoc 3. Absolutely. Um, 
let's see here. He just says we had EOTechs on carry handles years ago. That would be really interesting. I can't imagine running an EOTech on top of that thing. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Would not want to. I, I like I said, me personally, I I I wouldn't. But I guess if that's what you could do back then, then you did what you did. Uh, Georgia Rebels out there. What's going on? What up, Georgia Rebel? Hadn't seen you in a while. Uh, Marcus says I built an M16 clone for my dad for Father's Day last year with the charging handle in the carry handle. It is not easy to find, just like he had in Vietnam. So that would that have been in a 16, or would that have been a 14? It could have been either one, I guess. Six, six, the 16, the A1 was out there. Um, I'd say what I'd like to have. Eventually. I would love to have like, a, yeah. Yeah, he, he his dad, I guess, carried one in Vietnam, and he says an M16 clone. Back then, you could have gotten an M16A1 or an M14. I'd say uh, I would probably love to have an M14 clone one day. That would be kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, those are those Yeah, are that pretty- was the very early ones in NOM. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was like the That's, the that's not even an A1. Systems. Yeah. Um, like I said, it might have been a 14, but um, the 16s came out mid to late. 60s but yeah they they were they ran i'll put you this way from stories that i've heard from the nom guys they were not big fans of the 16 back then you know and he said tell him ghost sent me absolutely put their film ghost sent you um he just says yes clover i'm not sure what he's saying yes to but okay ej uh waving so i'm gonna do the old hi how are you good seeing you bro um let's see here screaming he says i think the charging handle inside the carry handle was getting too hot so they changed the design i can see that i can see that um fnh says my bad i was driving but about to chow down will have some tacos for me uh, Georgia says, what is the best AR rifle out there? Man, that's just a subjective question. I, uh, are you, do you have a price range, Georgia? Are you looking for something specific? And I'm not going to tell you which is the best I can give you depending on price range and what you're looking for. I can give you several to go look at, but it's a very subjective question on what is the best. That's why I put that poll up there. Cause I love doing those kind of polls. Um, EJ shared it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Um. Yeah, yeah. Clover says this is supposed to be a chat about the events last week. It turn into. I mean, this is the longest you've gone talking tactical in a long time. I bet hasn't it? So let's talk. Let's talk tactical one last time. All right. And and I'll mention this, and then we can move on because it'll go into the event, right? Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna give me a little bridge here. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So I wanted to mention when we were talking about AR. So my first AR was the DPMS. Talking about out of the box. Actually, my first yeah. and only out of the box, I still own it, is a DPMS Panther. Um, mm. And so <laughs> I know you're going with this. Palmetto, yeah. Palmetto State has got DPMS Panther now. And so that was one of the last things I did uh, at the gathering. Uh, I put it off. I walked by there a few times. And I thought I'd be kind of cool to get a video. So spoiler alert, uh, you know, there's a video coming. But I thought it'd be kind of cool since that was my first out-of-the-box AR. And I talked with them about it. 
uh, when I was in there. And so, yeah, shot one of the new, I guess you could say, uh, DPMS rifles. It was, it was pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, Rappin Alaskan is here at work and join the show. Good stuff, gentlemen. Thank you. Hope we're entertaining. We're trying to be entertaining, but also maybe giving some some knowledge out there. Whether it's good knowledge or not, I can't vouch for that. But we're trying to drop a little bit of knowledge and just talk about our experiences. I hope you're enjoying that side of it. But, yeah, I hope it's entertaining as well. So have a safe day at work. Be safe over there. Uh, Mighty Mouse says the first AR he shot was the first one he built. Uh, he didn't say what he built, but it must be a, a conglomerate of a lot of different parts. So, yeah. Uh, Marcus says the A1. Uh, EJ says, yeah, the Mossberg 22 Tactical Sport had a carry handle with a rail on top of it. Now, he's saying um, the Mossberg 22 Tactical Sport. I that's mine. I was going to say, that's something you would have. Yeah, I sold, uh, a lot of people know, I sold probably 30 guns or so between October and about Shot Show last year. And uh, that was one of the ones I parted with, uh, Mossberg 715T. Um, and it's a turd, man. I, I ain't never seen yeah. one that was worth a flip. I mean, for the price, you, you've got to take into account for the price, right? Uh, yeah. Go out on the range, plink some cans. If it jacks up, clean it, whatever. But um, I had nothing but trouble. I think Jeff from Gear Report would tell you the same thing with his and a lot of other people. So, uh, yeah. Now, Georgia says about $1,500. There's a lot you can get for $1,500. Uh, EOS. POF. POF, yeah. POF yeah. USA. Um, yeah, they're phenomenal. There's a lot of great ones out there. Um, you could probably find a block rain. Maybe the uh, the Scout probably might be in that price range. Um, but yeah, the, the POF USA, POF, whatever you want to call it, is good. There's a lot of them that are out there that are really, really good for $1,500 for sure. If you've got $1,500, you should be able to find a phenomenal, phenomenal rifle. Um, if you have any questions, email me, bro. Tell me what you're looking at, and I can tell you if I have any experiences. If I don't, then someone that I know has experience with pretty much everything. So email me, kind of give me a list of what you're looking at, and I can tell you what I think of those if you want to, bro. Uh, so, so Marcus, did anyone get to go to the gathering? And if so, did anybody get to play the CZ600? So, thanks, Marcus. Thanks, thanks Marcus. We are moving on to go into, and I'll, I'm sorry if I didn't um, see some of this. Uh, yeah, Rod says the best AR is one that works for you. Absolutely, Mario's out there. Um, so, yes, we're going to talk about that. We spent, Clover and I were busy last week. We, um, I left out Monday night slash Tuesday morning at midnight. Drove the seven, actually ended up being eight hours after stops and all that, um, to Talladega for the Shooting Sports Showcase hosted by Poma and Siopa. And who was the other one that was hosting that? Uh, National Association of Sporting Goods Wholesalers. There you go. Uh, I knew you'd know that. Um, and they had a, a range day on Tuesday, a media day. Uh, I think there was me, you, and Adrian that I know of. I'm not saying there weren't, but uh, that I know of. We're the only three YouTubers. There's a lot of written people there, bloggers, uh, and all of that stuff. But um, it was a great one. It rained all day, but we got a lot of good work in, a lot of cool stuff. Got to shoot some guns that... I, I I hadn't shot before that I wanted to shoot. I saw some guns that I was skeptical about shooting uh, that was pleasantly surprised with. 
Um, so let's let's kind of break down the shooting sports showcase before we go into the gather because we were at the gathering also. Well, do you uh, want to hit his question directly because CZ wasn't there. Sure. CZ I, wasn't there. I did not see CZ. Um, if they were at the gathering, then they were hidden very well. They weren't on the list that I the list that yeah. I seen anyway. So I I didn't see CZ, and if they were, no offense, I'm not a huge CZ guy. I probably wouldn't have gone. You probably um, lost a sub just then. Just saying. It is. I, I get it. I'm sorry. I just, you know. That's okay. Marcus can go to my channel. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, Georgia says a Colt M4. Can't go wrong with a Colt M4. We were just talking about Colts before. Colt, you can't go wrong with it. Uh, I would, yeah. If you're looking at a Colt M4, that's a solid, solid choice. Real quick, Warsaw says, if you had to choose between an M1 Grand and M14, M1 Grand, uh, right now, because I don't have I don't have either one of them, I would like an M1 Grand right now. I just can't seem to find one for under two grand um, that's worth a damn. Um, more importantly, um, I, think, I think overall I'd probably eventually, once I get the M1 Grand, then my next one would be as far as uh, clones or replicas or old OG, it would be an yeah. M14. Um, but if I had to choose between the Grand and the M14, I would choose the... the now, some people call it the Garand. I call it Grand. Um, but yeah, the M1 yeah. would be... I would choose that for sure. Yeah, I'd go... I, it depends. If you're talking about, you know, I got to pick one to add to the collection and I can only have one, yeah, Garand, yeah. without a doubt. If yeah. you're talking about I had to go fight with it or something, I'd, oh, that's have, a I'd rather have the M14. M14. 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the collection because yeah. aside from grabbing that and just shooting a couple times just to shoot it, I wouldn't shoot it a whole lot. It would just be yeah. like, you know, uh, something to have. But yeah. Yep. So uh, let's get back to the shooting sports showcase on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we had a great day. It, it rained, but it was okay. We, we got so much done. Um, yeah, I think I got nine of- videos. I think I got nine videos out of it. Yeah. Um, do you remember your favorite and, and let's not call them guns. I'll just say your, your favorite product because there might've been something that wasn't a gun or something, but uh, do you remember what was your favorite product? Not surprising. Cool. We'll go to surprising next, but overall favorite product of the uh, shooting sports showcase. Man, it was awesome. Yeah. Getting to shoot. The, it was awesome. Getting to shoot the trailblazer. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but, you know, that was kind of one of them things where, you know, it was on my radar already, you know, and word on the street is I was the first one to shoot it. So that was awesome. Yeah. What's well, the second? Because, you know, King Fudd over here had to be the first. Yeah. Um, and then outside of that, I mean, as far as, you know, it just depends on what you're talking about, right? Like right, just something that you enjoyed the most shooting. Enjoyed yeah. the most shooting. Yeah, probably the probably the trailblazer. Um as far as enjoyed the booth, as far as like everything they had there, dead air silencers, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I they think. Had, they had a yeah. lot of stuff there. Yeah. Well, there was that one. Was it a 6.5 Creed? Yeah. That they had. Yeah, the Nomad was, LT. It was damn near Hollywood silent. I was like, yeah. holy cow. That uh, video that was- dropped earlier, by the way, for those interested. Oh, don't nice. jump off. Don't jump off. Watch it later. But. Uh, yeah, the video with those. And then as far as 
just hanging out in a booth. Yeah, EAA, without a doubt. Hands down. We actually went to dinner with them that night, and that was one of the most enjoyable Olive Garden experiences I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, because you picked on me all night. Well, did. Paul did anyway. Did. Paul Paul was, you know, so, you know, I, 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 he didn't talk a whole lot, but the guy from Excess Sites, I wonder what he thought about us at the end of the night. He's like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? No, <laughs> uh, no Paul, Paul had me rolling that night. Wow. Um, oh, That's God. such a crazy Big group guy. of guys. Great group yes, of guys. Crazy, but great. Yeah, I've been speaking with uh, TJ's out there. It's eating gents. TJ, you got a link. So if you want to jump in, you're more than uh, – I just got a, te- I got a text from Chase. He said, I just got on to hear the Olive Garden. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Good time. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. The, the best booth is is EA because those guys are awesome. Um, so the most enjoyable you had was uh, the dead air, probably, the booth. As far as the wide range of experiencing yeah. the wide range of products, that was that was awesome. I mean, everything kind of has to go. It goes in its own little thing, right? It's hard to go to these events. It's hard to single out just one thing because, like, there are certain things that are cool in their own way. Yeah, my favorite to shoot was the AP five from Century. I know that's that's it's a big surprise for people out there. Um, been waiting for that one. They're, they're the, the two clones that I've been waiting for. One I actually got to shoot and talk with Adam about trying to get one. Um, review this thing. She said, What's up, guys? You have a link also. You're more than willing to jump in here. Um, Adrian, come on yeah. in if you got time. Jump in. The, the, the water is not too deep, and we promise not to bite too hard. So, now, um, I would but think the AP5 was great. Now, that no, hold on, I was, I'll, I'll lose my train of thought here. Uh, the AP5 was great, and obviously the other one that people have been waiting on is the PSA MP5 clone. That's never going to happen because the guy that was heading that up is no longer with PSA. That being said, the AP5 from Century is pretty pretty damn good. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, I would think a close second or maybe in a different category that like surprised you maybe was the Air Saber over at Umarex. So that would be my surprise. You enjoyed that um, one. I, I really, really, really enjoyed the air saber um and it's umarex it's a an air gun that shoots arrows an air arrow gun an, an, air, an, an arrow an air arrow yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, arrow, arrow, arrow. Now chase says it's because i can't handle a 45 if you <laughs> saw the video then you know my wrist hurts love it, love it. but i can handle a 45 so we've got a special guest uh, we got Adrian from Review This Thing. I'm gonna put What's her link up up there. What's going on? We met last week in um in, in Talladega, and somehow, some way, I don't know how it happened, but we did not run into each other at the gathering. I think you ran into Clover at the gathering, but I didn't see you at the gathering. But um, yeah, so um, welcome. I want to give you a few minutes to kind of uh, tell people who you are and all of that stuff. If you want, I want to put your link out to your review channel. Uh, Adrian is doing some amazing work. And, and here's the thing, a lot of firearm stuff, but it's not just a firearm review channel, which I think is really, really interesting. You've got a lot of different things that you're doing in the thing in your channel. So I'm going to give you a few minutes real quick to kind of talk about yourself in the channel real quick. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, it was uh, it was really great meeting to, getting to meet both you guys uh, last week. Uh, yeah, I still don't know how I missed you Thursday, but either way. Uh, I, you know, yeah. 
I think so. I started out at the shotguns and like nobody went up there. And then I yeah. went from there to the thousand yard range and like nobody mm-hmm. was up there. So then I kind of made yeah, there was only like two or three booths at the thousand yard range. There's only two or three people there, which is, I yeah. it was weird, you know? Yeah. So uh, while I was there, I, they were like, you want to shoot a mile? And I was like, yes, yes, Why I do. That would, that would be great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah. So our channel is review this thing. And um, like you said, we review a lot of different things. It's We've been around for uh, about a year and a half, two years total, but really just kind of consistent for about a year and a half and started off very purposefully trying not to just do hunting and outdoor things. But um, just by nature of what we do for fun, we hunt, we are outside, you know, hiking, kayaking, cooking out, whatever. And then also, you know, plenty of hunting and shooting. And um, over the past year, uh, have gotten a lot more into just the skill of shooting, you know, different, especially like rifles, pistols, definitely just new a lot newer to the pistols but these events just really make you realize how much how many how many different opportunities there are um how different the different like different pistols different suppressors different rifles different you know there's so many things out there to try that it's not just you know whenever i started buying um hunting rifles it was like well let's go to you know dicks or bass pro and and buy one but um just and knowing the things that I like and I look for compared to what other people like and look for, just being able to like tell people as much information as I can so then they can decide for themselves if it's something they want to like go try to find. So Clover's out there say what she's saying is she's a FUD. So Clover's King FUD. Do we do we go ahead and crown Adrian as Queen FUD? I don't know. <laughs> I need to know what this means. So FUD is what we joke about it, but the, the, the community calls FUDs the hunters out the Elmer FUDs of the world. Ah, but, okay. uh, so uh, Clover lives the FUD life. He he coined himself as the King FUD. Um, I get rashes when we start talking about shotguns, revolvers, all that Bye. stuff. He gets rashes when we start talking tactical stuff. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> how we get along, I don't know. I have no idea how this happens. Yes, but. I am. I am a hundred percent FUD. Getting ready to hold your go <laughs> get some turkeys here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's coming up, isn't it? I got a buddy of mine who's actually uh, down at his property right now, getting everything ready for the turkey hunt here in a few weeks. So yeah. But the the new stuff, like well, new to me, it isn't new at all. But um, yeah. like at those events, all the all the tactical stuff and the ARs and the things you can do to the pistols. And then, you know, like we, I'm sure y'all talked about it. I got in here a little bit late, but the, yep. the pivot, the nine millimeter pivot gun, yeah, like awesome. just the stuff that is out there that if you're not aware of it, you miss out on a lot of cool stuff. So Absolutely. those events really just have, I've definitely been able to see a lot more and it makes me just want to dig in even more to all the, like the three gun stuff. And the, you know, it just, it looks like there's, a lot of fun to be had in yeah. the firearm industry, in addition to the hunting industry and uh, yeah. just outdoors in general. Have you been, I didn't yeah. ask you this before, but have you been to a shot show yet? 
You know, I haven't. Oh, um, we got so to January, right? We're yeah. going to get you to yeah. Make January. that make that happen. And I'm not, I don't just, I'm not saying that fleetingly. Yeah. Um, sell a kidney. Well, whatever. You got plenty <laughs> of time to heal. Uh, make it happen. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, everybody, like everybody at all at these events are like, now, do you do shot? <laughs> I'm like, uh, not yet. It's, it's, but. it's a whole other thing, but it's an, it's an industry only thing. So if, if you're, you know, if you're going to be included in the industry, that's the place that you go get contacts or everyone's there. Yeah. So you'll, you'll have the context, the range day, you'll be able to shoot anything and everything under the sun there. Uh, that's great. AAF's out there, American ammo and firearms out there. Uh, guns and barbecue, um, says talking to you. He just sent you an IG message. I'm not saying this. I'd block him. I'd block him. He's a little, no, I'm just kidding. No, he's a great guy. Never talk to him again. I, I bet it has something to do with like two podcast. way women Wednesday or something. No, I, I would be that. He does a bit. great podcast. Okay, uh, cool. He's probably going to have to get you on get there. You. It's, Give me a minute. Definitely when you want to do that. But uh, yeah, don't block him. I was just a joke. Was a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I, I kind of went um, with Clover on this and I kind of answered mine, but. Tuesday, at, we're just going to talk shooting showcase right now. Um, what was your favorite product um, from Tuesday? Oh, wow. Okay. Favorite product. So this is gonna. This is probably going to be off off from what you guys were talking about. No, there's no wrong answer here. So I love, and I I, I absolutely love at the the Umarex tent. No, oh, yeah. The saber, the arrow. So okay, yes, that's awesome. But <laughs> I love oh, okay. the, the training okay. pistols that they have. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it, yeah. like they had the Glock. I think they had a. It's a Glock seventeen, like mm -hmm. exact specs, but it shoots like powder balls and paintballs. Yeah, so, like, uh, the Umarex. Yeah, the Umarex pow powder guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they they use it for you know like uh, military not military um. Law enforcement training and stuff because like the slides cool. move, it has a magazine, and you can like train and shoot, you know, paintballs or pepper or pepper balls, powder balls. Mm -hmm. Um, but those things, I don't know, it's just fun because you can, like, you know, you shoot paintballs, but you're shooting like a pistol, and it's not yeah. like fake, it doesn't you, feel plastic. You manipulate just like you would a 17 or a Walther PPQ, whatever yeah. one yeah, you yeah. get, they've got all sorts of different ones, but mm -hmm. it's going to manipulate just like anything yeah. else. Great training tool, it fits in the same holsters as right. your other ones yep. do fantastic absolutely yeah. so that's probably my favorite my favorite part of the show though or the event yeah. was um meeting i think us, right? oh i'm sorry what? i'm sorry meeting us right oh, no, no 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 yeah okay. no i said meeting us that was your favorite part. oh yeah besides that yeah so I, I think mean, i think the three of us and I, I cannot verify this but i'm pretty sure the three of us were the only actual youtubers there you know now so i did see um so hootie who was there i did see hootie who yeah, was there and alabama there. arsenal didn't see Alabama Arsenal yep. either. Yeah, I saw them up at the my favorite place, which was the uh, unknown distance range. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them up there. Uh, there was a couple others that I was introduced to, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll stick with that. <laughs> I understand. No. Uh, all I'm gonna say is Chase knows exactly what I'm saying out there. Um, you guys are gonna be meeting the White Rhino here shortly. That's all I'm gonna say. Ah. We're, gonna, we're gonna have a little fun with the white rhino. <laughs> uh, good lord, that was a weird phone call, by the way, Chase. Thanks for that. That kind of made my day just that much weirder when you called. Anyways, um, so 
We've done our favorites. Um, let's go to the most fun things. I think Clover said his favorite was probably um, the dead air, but the most fun, obviously, the EAA, because they're just great people. What was the most fun booth that you were at throughout the day? So after, so about two o'clock, um, a lot of people had left because it was right. I was one of them. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. So I'd already been through everything by yeah. two o'clock, but I was like, I'm here. There's a whole bunch of ammo that I didn't pay for. Let's go true. see what else we can shoot. So I went down to the, back to the Taurus booth. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I stayed down there for like 30, 45 more minutes, just shooting the different, uh, you know, the, they had the G X G G X four. CPX and they had a DVG. Yeah. So then the like DVG they, and then was, striker fired. Yeah. No, she said yeah. Taurus, man. Taurus, Taurus, the Taurus, the CX four. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. CX four. G four X G four X. G four X. Yeah. So yeah. the G4X Toro, so it had the red dot on it, you know, and then they had yeah. the um, the um, the TX22 with the little suppressor yep. on it, and you know, just I stayed down there forever and yeah. just just shooting all that stuff. So that was probably yeah. most yeah, fun, just because I went and just hung out with them and shot. Nobody else was down there, and just had a good time. You haven't mentioned the Raging Hunter yet. The Which one's that? Special, the, the big the, honk the big revolver. Thing. Oh yeah, no, that uh -huh. was pretty doggone cool. Yeah, I that was. I started getting hives on my arm. See, <laughs> I shot the I shot the 460 Smith and Wesson yeah. version of that last year. Okay. Um, and so that was cool when it was on the table. I'm like, okay, I got to shoot that one yeah. because I'm a big 38 357 fan, big, and I like that better. It's it's man, the 460 is awesome because it's a hand cannon. Yeah. But, um, that that 38 357 is a lot more fun. And it did, I mean, like, there was, I mean, it's such a big gun, but there was, like, no recoil. Like, it was yeah. just, like, yeah. It no, was it's like shooting twenty two with those yeah, 38 specials. Yeah, it was fun. It was crazy. That was a fun gun to shoot. Yeah, and, of course, all the suppressed stuff. TJ from Newport, uh, he was not in Talladega, so you just yeah. sit there and be pretty, my friend. You, 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 <laughs> pretty. you just sit there and be pretty till we get to the gather here. I'm just kidding. That's what I do. Uh, he, can sign, he can sign everything for our, uh, for our deaf listeners out there. So TJ, go ahead and do that for us as we talk, please. Gotcha. That's the deaf listeners. Isn't that kind of an oxy? Oh, never mind. That's me. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go with this. We're still talking to shooting sports showcase. Um, what's the one pro I want to start with uh, Clover on this one. What's the one product that probably surprised you the most good or good or bad. Okay. So I've already, I've already mentioned dead air. That was the fun. Really yeah. wasn't a, we didn't want anything surprising. Just dead air makes good stuff. I knew that. Sure. I, you know what? I've got to say sky, and it almost mm. pains me a little bit. But I know you gotta. You just gotta understand my experience and my background with sky. And I talked with them pretty extensively about that. And there's shops around here that, to this day, do not carry sky. When they first introduced, mm. um, there was just all kinds of issues, whether they're warranted, whether they're user caused, I, you know, I don't know. And maybe TJ can actually jump in on some sky stuff. I don't know his experience on it, but um, I haven't had great experiences. And we know some folks, other folks out there, other yeah. YouTubers that haven't had uh, good yeah. experiences either. Right. And so, um, especially with their striker fired model, right. 
that um, the, the DVG that was me. that was that was my surprising thing too is it's and I'm not saying it's a world changer. I'm not saying that. And I'm saying it's pretty good and it's a flat trigger. So I mean, it was a lot better than I anticipated. And this will sure. and this will this is gonna go over into the gathering just a little bit and, and the spoiler alert when we start talking about that. But the last thing I shot there, of course, you conned me into shooting the uh, the savage the stance. The savage stance, yeah. I would take yep. the sky over the stance. That's that's yeah. my yeah yeah absolutely hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah, which was again adds to the I was surprised, right? Sure. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'll be the first one uh to say that I was very hesitant about going to the sky booth for reasons that you understand, um, that don't need to be public, but um uh, I, I really didn't want to go. But I had heard things about the, the striker fire, so I said, All right, let's go in there with an open mind. And let's shoot it. And you're right. It was, it is not the greatest thing on the world, but coming from where the hammer fire is to the striker, it is a vast, vast improvement. So they might have gotten something right finally. Uh, Adrian, what about you? What's the one product that surprised you, good or bad, um, at, at the show at the showcase? Um Probably. Um, that's a great question. I, I only asked the great questions. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I think it's kind of, um, I don't know. This is, this is kind of an easy one. This is low for low hanging fruit, but I really hey. the pivot, like just the, it was how fun that was to shoot. I wasn't expecting it to be quite that fun to shoot to me. And it's not because we're good friends with those guys. And I was actually there Thanks to Spencer, uh, I'm not a member of Poma. I was actually there under okay. their invite. So um, nice for those guys that invite me. But I would say probably for me, as much as I love that AP5, I would say that probably the star of the show, and you guys, I'll get your feedback as well, but the star of the, the whole show was probably the pivot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it is innovative. It is different it is than different. anything you've ever seen. Well, and it actually shoots really well, you know? So so after SHOT Show, leading up to SHOT Show, and we spent a lot of time with Spencer and mm -hmm. Aaron and the guys there at SHOT Show, um, just the innovation, the quality, yeah. the time, and, and, and the Spencer, I think, Spencer, I, think, Spencer yeah. I think, is going to be on here with you eventually. But uh, for Next those interested, week, yeah. I had a podcast with him a few weeks back. Uh, just everything they went through with the design and everything on that. Um, and, but we didn't get to lay hand. We didn't get to shoot it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, it had a lot to live up to. And, and that's what a lot of people have to understand. It's not that it's the coolest, newest thing that swivels around and does all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, it does that, but it's just cool. There's all kinds of these cool aspects to it. It had a ton to live up to and it lived up to it. It shot <laughs> great. The tr It was on target. The trigger shot fine i mean and they had zero issues with that all day long zero yep. talking about it being damp outside and yeah. no problems yeah yeah yep. you know it's one of those things where you look at a product like that and is it the greatest thing on the market no but at some point don't we have to celebrate innovation because a lot of the people say there's no more innovation left in the industry that is truly innovative um and it works a lot of people can do some crazy things in design but they just don't work when you get the end product 
the pride that they take in their craftsmanship, the pride they take in putting that together and how long it's taken them to get it to market is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, up to it. one of the things that I, I know they kept asking you and they've asked me that the whole time I've known them is what do you think? Is there any improvements? Is there something we need to work on? Is there a feature? Ooh. Is there, is the, is the radius here, the curve or the curvature or the stippling or whatever, you know, you know, they want feedback. They, if there's something you, you anything you don't like, it's like, we want to know. And they literally tell you that. And I rack my brain at night thinking about the pivot and what could I tell them to possibly fix? I can't come up with anything. Yeah. Well, I know that they were talking, Spencer was talking about right before they went to Talladega, they, they changed some internals in their little parts in there. And they were really happy that they were able to utilize that as kind of a test to see, okay, we think this is going to be even better. How did it? And it, obviously it worked out very well for them. So yeah, they're always continuing to strive to find something better and all of that. Uh, Chase said pivot was pretty cool and not shot vaporware. No, it, it's, it was not something that they designed just for a shot to get people at the booth. This is actually a real thing and it's going to be out soon. Um, and we can three the three of us can tell you it's, it's the real deal. It's, it's actually there. What you got there, man? What you got TJ? What you drink in there? You're muted. You're muted. I uh, have signed to him. You are muted. Yeah. What? Bourbon and Pepsi. Usual. Bourbon and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything for me, the, uh, yeah, I, I would say the, the pivot to me, the, the coolest thing that I just really enjoyed shooting was that double barrel Umarex arrow gun. Oh, yeah. Just because it's just badass. It, yeah. It's just it's one of those things where, you look at it, and I was shooting it, and I was filming a video, and these guys obviously didn't know that because they were walking up to the booth, and I shoot the first. It's double barrel. You had to switch the barrel over or whatever, and I shoot the first one, and all of a sudden, in the back, and you hear, holy shit. And I'm like, that's what I was saying. Holy shit. Like, this thing is cool. Um, and then, But it is. It was probably that, that to me, that and the pivot were the stars of the show for sure. Um Okay, Clover, you want to um, – TJ's getting bored, but we're going to kind of close up the uh, the shoot, the, the showcase, uh, before we move into the gathering. So, Clover, I know you said you wanted to bring something up on the showcase. Yeah, I mean, oh, since yeah. I, I was there last year, which was the first year, um, you know, I did go to the meeting greet the night before. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And that was pretty fun, getting to hang out with Chase and Spencer. And, of course, Mark was there from Umarex and, and uh, all, all the other guys. Well, the characters were there, huh? And, uh, you know, Thomas with Palma and Shelly and talking with all them. And I talked with the people from Palma. Um, again, you got you got Palma, which is Professional Outdoor Media Association. you got Seopa, which is the Southeastern Outdoor Press Association. And if you're serious about content online, Probably a good idea to be a member of both of those. Uh, and then, of course, National Association of Sporting Good Wholesalers. Uh, but, yeah, talk with all those guys, obviously, before the show. I stayed after you left, and I spent a lot of time in the clubhouse just talking with uh, those about took some, a nap. Different, some different things. Now, Chase and I uh, Chase and I had some conversation about shotguns. I was disappointed last year, mm-hmm. and I was disappointed again this year. If you've never been down to their shotgun facility, it's absolutely amazing. Um, at the Talladega CMP range, the Talladega CMP park. Yes, it is awesome. And it is a waste to not have Mm. companies there doing things with shotguns. 
And no, that so, is by far the the coolest range I've ever been to. That is uh, an yeah. amazing facility. Yeah. Really and is. and I did talk to them uh, because again they they want our feedback on the event and different things. Uh, they talked to us about a variety of things a lot, which I, I won't go into here. It's more private, but one of the things we did talk heavily on was getting some companies in and utilizing the the shotgun fields down there because uh, I think people would absolutely enjoy that because. It's, it's such a beautiful facility. Why not use every aspect of it? Yeah. So that's going to be a great segue. Hold on real quick. Mandatory carry, $5 super chat. Thank you, brother. Uh, we do not ask, nor do we encourage super chats, but know that all super chats that we get go towards sending care packages to our troops down range. So I appreciate you very much. Um, segue with shotguns. We'll go ahead and segue into the gathering. We'll, we'll talk the backstory of the gathering here in a second. Um, but you almost didn't get to shoot a single shotgun at the gathering because I didn't even uh -oh. know there were shotguns there well, until like the very end of the day. So, so now I'm mad at Adrian, and I haven't been mad at Adrian since we met. And so she's just, yeah, I'm mad now uh, because she should have told me I that if she went there first. But everybody I talked to, I said, what's around the corner? I never asked specifically about shotguns, but I said, what's around the corner uh, past Glock? And I, I don't know how many. I don't know road. how many. I never saw anything down there. I don't know how many people I asked that question, and yeah. of course it, it worked out. It worked out, and I'll tell you why. But you know, I said, "What's that?" And everybody, oh, there's nothing past there. There's nothing past mm. that. Well, it was toward the end of the day, and uh, on what was that Friday? I guess right. I toward the end of the yeah. day. Well, the you right. know the yeah. clouds were moving in and, and the rain was coming, of course. And I oh, thought, yeah. okay, well, I want to get some B-roll of some different bays and everything because I may want to put together a, a video on the event. And so I walk around the Glock and I just say hey to them. You know, I'm not interested. They don't have anything new. Wasn't interested in shooting anything. Say hey to them. And I seen a, I had to go to the bathroom and I seen a porta potty kind of around on around the corner up the hill a bit. So I'm walking to that porta potty. And about halfway there, I see a sign beyond it. Can't read it, of course. And I was wondering, hey, I wonder. It looked like it said the gathering on the sign. I could make that out, but I couldn't really make anything else out. So I go to the porty potty, come out, of course. And I'm close enough, I can read the sign. And it says, like, shotgun clays or shotgun yeah. courses or something mm -hmm. on that sign. And it has an arrow. So I walk up a little further, and there's all the flags and the bays. And I'm like, oh, I'm home. Where? Thank God. And... <laughs> So the first booth I walked into was Beretta. Where I'm home. Yeah. So the, the first booth I walked into was Beretta. And I didn't even think about this, but I was wearing all Beretta. I was wearing my Beretta huh? pat, pants. I was wearing my Beretta vest. And I walked in and he said, you're in the right booth. I'm like, yes, I am. Let's Hashtag real shill for anyone. <laughs> so it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was so funny because he, we, I think I, I caught up with you. I was walking down probably to go see Bye to Cody and Jacob at Taurus. Uh, we ran into each other at HD, uh, Hunter's HD Gold. You said, did you know there's shotguns here? And I was like, no, there's not. He said, yeah, it's around the, by the Glock. I said, there's nothing down that road. I promise you. He goes, I was just there. So, yeah, there you go. I'm sure that that made your whole week is that the <laughs> gathering did have shotguns. I actually got to shoot some shotguns, yeah. I'm so they're ecstatic. actually... Like there was a map, so if you went to I the website, <laughs> yeah, I don't. So, read. That's like reading instructions. Come that's on, right. uh, that's true. I didn't that. think about that. But, We're yeah, guys on their page. If you hit like vendors or whatever, uh, yeah. you clicked on the page, like it showed you a map, and it showed like the cut. So I was a little disappointed because like 
Uh, I think Winchester and Browning were supposed to be there also. But when I went up there on Thursday, it was uh, Breda, Franke, and Benelli. That was the, the only ones that were up there. Stoker, yeah, because they're all under one umbrella. Yeah. Think, aren't they? yeah. So I was a little disappointed. But yeah, it was, um, that was like the first place I went because I was like, man, I'm going to, I got. I need to go shoot some of these shotguns. I got to. I got to figure out some uh, the next one I'm going to review. So I had to go up there and try the shotguns first. Well, it, it worked out great for me because all this of those. This is not going to turn into a shotgun chat. <laughs> too late. Too late. Because all of those are under the Beretta umbrella, right? Yeah. And, I mean, me walking in just like back to the nines and Beretta, I mean, it just it couldn't have been any more perfect. Like you said, nobody was up there. Nobody was up there. And so I had plenty of time to talk to it's all of them and, and everything. So it's like, <laughs> this is cool because that's one of the things we really hadn't talked about. We've talked about the cool stuff at these events, right? Yeah. But one of the things is we, I, and I don't know about anybody else, be curious to know, but I actually had time to talk with people and, yeah. and, and network and, and all of that at these events too, which I expected that at the shooting sports showcase. Yeah. I didn't expect that. In fact, I think I told Adrian this on uh uh, Tuesday of, of showcase that I'm not expecting my first time at the gathering. I'm not expecting much right. and I got way more out of it than I expected. I was, mm -hmm. I was surprised with the event overall. Yeah. Uh, defense dad says, well, Smith and Wesson, there were CSX Smith and Wesson was there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was yeah, in the booth, but I didn't shoot the CSX. I had to go yeah. for the 10 millimeter and the 22. Let's, um, Let's talk real quick about the gathering. We'll bring TJ in here. What's up, homie? Yeah, nothing, man. Just chilling. You guys, listen. You guys can talk all you want. I'm good. I'm listening because I didn't get to go to that show. So he's doing what he does best, which is just look pretty. So it's all good. I know. He's, he's, he's the he's the eye money maker. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, I didn't get to meet you. Hey, hey. How you doing? We we yeah. met we met. You didn't meet we TJ. Met. You I don't you, think so. He wasn't there when so Jeff walked did up. Did you yeah. see? Uh, did you see the gear report? Uh, Humvee and all of that. Oh yeah yeah. So, so Clover and I we we moonlight and write for gear report. TJ is actually like one of the head honchos at gear report. Oh, okay. Say, he's <laughs> El Jefe because Jeff won't like that, but he's got yeah. a title and everything. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm the director of snacks and beverages. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I did get to talk uh, to no, been, that, Yeah, we get, we're good friends and, and all of that. And, yeah, I think that uh, – I know that Clover talked to Jeff about you and, and maybe mm -hmm. you and Jeff talked. I think that you would be a phenomenal addition to the Gear Report team. Thanks. But, yeah, so they camped out. They brought a CP tent, and they camped out in the mud and the blood and the beer. Glorious. And I'm sure <laughs> it was. Um, so I want to bring TJ in and say, before we start talking products, how was your time in South Carolina with all the mud and the rain? Eh, it wasn't terrible. Like, you know, I had, there's plenty of beverages, of course, because you know me. Um, setting up the tent wasn't bad. There's was plenty of us up there. I mean, OB was up there, uh, Sarge. You know, we had, uh, they stay with you or they just hang out with you guys? No, they just helped us set up the tent. We roped them in and helped us set up the tent. Nice. So, so, th so that set up pretty th – we got the tent set up pretty quick, and it was it was drier. Um, I did I did freeze my butt off the first night. I'm going to throw that out there. It got cold, man. I'm not going to lie. It, it got cold. It did. Florida boy didn't like the cold. <laughs> you don't own a jacket, so this is what it is. They don't have any camping stuff. I went up there with a with a, a pillow and a comforter. And, we, and, yeah, and wingtips. 
and your wingtips. Yep. yep. Turn right, wingtips. <laughs> By the way, he wears wingtips everywhere, like in the mud. He says they're the most comfortable things in the world. He wears wingtips. Listen, you know why? I told I told you why because I could clean those. I couldn't clean my Vans or my other shoes. My older guys, they would be destroyed. Crystal would kill me. Oh gosh! So you take these wingtips in the mud? That's brilliant. I can clean them right up. They cleaned right up, man. They look good, brand new. Yeah, (laughs) new enough. Come on, it's newish. All right, so let's kind of go this way real quick. Um, overall impression of the gathering was this your first year or your second year? Did you go last second year? year. Okay. Second year, yeah. So, so overall impression of this year, and oh, there you go, and maybe um, compare it to last year as well, if you can. Um, I mean, it was it was this year was pretty good. It was a little more um, expansive this year. It was a little spread out. So last year wasn't. Last year was all more. You know, you, was had, you had to do some walking. It was it was at the sawmill last year. Everything was really close. It was within that that training facility there, so it was uh, it was really confined. I mean, it it rained like last year too, like monsoon. We had to but stop a couple. Have, did you have the mud puddle in the parking lot last year? Mm-hmm. It, there were puddles, yes. There there were lots of mud puddles, but we had uh, like tornado warnings, so we had to like everybody had to shut down for a little while. And they turned inside. out beautiful, didn't it? Like me and Jeff are walking around, like, can we get an RSO out here to shoot? They're like, yeah, it's fine. Um, so as far as that, it was, it was, uh, this, this one is, I think is a little, a little better. I think they learned a little bit from last time. You know, the media day was a big help. I know that for sure. Yeah. And it, yeah. that really helped I us. All except for one or two videos that I needed to get done. I got done, yeah. uh, that first day. So as I knew, and this is not a crack, but I knew how it was going to be when you start letting the public in. They don't realize that we're trying to get footage, and they don't necessarily care because they want to shoot the guns. Um, so they walk in well, between shots and all of that. And, and in fairness, they they pay they pay to get in no, and shoot the gun. I, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. worried about that. That's why I try to get most of my stuff done. I think the only two I had two things I had to get done on um, on Friday before we got done. Which, um, which was nice. Which was yeah. nice. I knew, I knew Friday was going to be good too. I mean, people got to work. I knew. I knew Saturday was going to be like busy. They, well, I they had... said they were expecting like seven hundred people over the weekend, uh, yep. Saturday and Sunday. So that's pretty good. Well, I had two times that they they shut down the adjacent bay or whatever. You know, because some bays were shared, so not adjacent bays, but the other tent in the bay. That they actually went cold for me on that other one. For you know, I was like, hey, can you give me five minutes? Like literally. You know, like I, yeah, you know, I, it's okay when yeah. they're shooting in another bay. It's okay when they're shooting down on on a range somewhere else, but right next to you, come on. Yeah, we did that. I I wanted to do um, some footage just for my channel, but I was also footage for Ron and for Riker to get some footage <laughs> for him to do that. And so, right next door to they say the same bay. So right next to Riker's uh, table was century well century had the full auto ak so people were just rattling off that right next to them in the same bay was cmmg and they had the full auto banshee so everyone's just going nuts on full auto and we're trying to film here so finally we, we walked down there i was like look can you give us like five or ten minutes and they're like absolutely that gives us time to go use the restroom whatever so we went cold and we did our thing uh, for a few minutes and all of that and uh but yeah you wouldn't be able to do that on friday saturday or sunday so thursday having that media was nice to do that real quick 
Uh, thanks to G23, $20 Super Chat. Has anyone shot the SIG P322, the new SIG and 22LR? I have not, but uh, any of you guys shot that? Clover? Not yet. No, I was I was interested in it, but it's it, it it didn't make it unfortunately. So we'll have to catch that one later on. I will say they one of the times they shut down a range was on Friday for me. Yeah, that's because I knew who you were. Probably you walked up and they're like, "No one's over." Probably, like, yeah. Don't y'all fools know who I am? <laughs> well, that's I don't cold. have to. I don't have to tell anybody. Cold that. range guys, we're going cold clovers here. Clovers here. Yeah, that's what it should uh, be right. I mean, sure. Well, yeah. well if you're networking let's, and meeting let's people, feed his, yeah. let's feed his ego a little bit. Okay, okay, stop, him. stop, because here's the thing. It has nothing to do with being a big, huge channel and internet We know you're not big It has to do, sorry, has to do with okay. putting in the time and meeting people. That's all it yeah. is. You know, Thursday, if you, if you asked them to, sh to shut down, they would. It was, I mean, they're, they're pretty much whatever you want, you know, yeah. Want to shoot a video? Perfect, let's do it. I'm, I'm going to say the, the biggest takeaway that's a disappointment for me was food and water availability. You had one food truck, and it was that that barbecue. They were only there for like two hours a day. There was hardly any water to be found at that place, um, whether free or to buy, you know. Um, and you're out there, you're and you're humping it, man. You're, you're humping at some of these places. You go from the, the shotgun bay all the way out to – bay number one it was not just around the corner so yeah I literally when i was walking to go to the thousand yard range mm -hmm. my watch asked me if i was working out <laughs> you get a little trot in there yeah. it's like are you exercising do you want to record this outdoor walk <laughs> yeah it was it was a poke I, I saw the sign and i was like oh wow jeff was he looks at me i look at him i was like i was like it's a little windy to shoot long range today i was like eh, i'll be all right but uh, there was water. They had they had a um they had a cooler full of water down by the uh the two vendor tents. A cooler. Yeah, a it was, but it was it was always full. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. It was always full, and then uh, yeah, the food trucks were there. Was two the two on Saturday, I think. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I, I wasn't there Saturday or Sunday. I left. Yeah, Saturday uh, they had two two food like trucks. Five in the morning, Saturday morning. So yeah, I definitely forgot uh, to eat on Thursday, and that was a problem. <laughs> Oh, we oh, ate Friday. Friday when we well, we ate a ton. We got back. We cooked out Thursday night. Uh, Friday, Clover and I stopped off and got uh, some Chick Fil A, and then got us a Wendy's Frosty. So, yeah, we made up for it. Roll call says FN just recalled some of the new 502-22LR. Interesting, interesting. It is what it is. Um. Now Chase, I don't know if I know TJ being Clover. Adrian, you know Chase. He is at EAA in Gerson. Uh, he says uh, it was the accessible range for the handicapped leprechaun Pinky. For those of you who don't know, Clover hurt his little Pinky. <laughs> I so he's walking that. around. He's walking around eating and drinking everything with that Pinky stuck out. And believe me, we spent an hour and a half on that at Olive Garden, just just destroying him. But yes, the, the leprechaun Pinky was was hurt. It's great, Clover. I'm I'm pretentious, so I, I stick the pinky up anyway, just because yeah. that's me. But you know, I put the little brace on there just so it, you know, yeah. It's great cover. Sure. Great cover. All right, all right. So let's actually get into this. Um, it's injured. I'm gonna start. Yeah, it's it's injured. All right. Ask him how. Don't do that right now. I don't want. Um, so 
TJ, I'm going to start with you. Um, favorite gun of the gathering, if you could choose one. What was your favorite that you just had a blast shooting? Oh, if I could shoot one. You could just shoot, shoot one. one. It was a tough call. I mean, I like the um, my fun shooting the jackal. Yeah. And then, you know, of course... Full anything full auto, the you know the Centuries AK and the the CMMG, but you know as far as semi, I like I like shooting the Jackal. Yeah, did you see the Tavor? They had a full auto Tavor down there at IWI. Oh yeah, I yeah. I love Tavors. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to pay for one, um, but <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and anytime I can shoot full auto, I'm I'm a, I'm a throw out a mag. Sure, absolutely. So uh, I want to go to Adrian. What was if you could choose one thing to shoot, uh, and only one thing, what would it be? That uh, the Barrett Imrad. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. that was fun. pretty cool, huh? Was it? Yeah. Hmm. That was fun. That was fun. What 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 range did they have that at? How that far? was at the um, thousand yard, the mile. Thousand yard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That one was um, uh, well, you know, it's super smooth trigger. Of course, had a I don't know which vortex, but like a crazy awesome vortex scope on it and yeah. it was chambered in the one i shot was chambered in 338 lapua and it was suppressed so it was yeah it's god's caliber <laughs> it was pretty sweet that's what i was telling you like nobody was there so they let me i i feel like i wasn't like the mile thing was like supposed to be later in the weekend yeah but nobody was there so they they let me do it why not and so then um so i hit the mile thing the first time which i was it's kind of anticlimactic because nobody else was there except them. So I was like wanting to have a big party. No one was there to celebrate with you, huh? They're like, Here's a toy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But then they uh, they were like, well, let's try a little bit further. So there's a, a an 18 inch gong about at 1800 yards. An so I got to try that inch one. Gong at 1800 yeah. yards. Interesting. I'm, I barely missed it low. I I wasn't. I didn't. Uh, hold over it high enough but it's a one moa yeah 1800 yards is tough to hit a one moa yeah. and it was windy it wasn't like it was just calm and really pretty you yeah know? it was it was fun but that thing it was nice like it was a really yeah. nice shooting gun for sure yeah now chase says so when you when we go there next year you're telling me to bring mm. plenty of snacks yes, yes chase bring plenty of snacks Pack and bring extra for us not just for you guys <laughs> you and, Paul, and bring them for us so we could have some snacks as well. We have, now, we have this, plenty of stuff up at the tent. Okay. This is a valid point. Well, what was the director of snacks and beverages doing? That's that's a valid point Rod has there, TJ. I right, listen, Rod. I, we had burgers, dogs, all kinds of snacks up at the tent. Nobody nobody came up there. Oh. I, was, I was prepared for a, a party. I have to remember that next year. So I just doubled down on my party skills and I took care of it. It's fine. <laughs> So Clover has to come in and say, God's name is John Moses Bryant. That's fair. And that would be the 50 mm. BMG, just saying. Uh, I, I, I'm i not going to argue with you because they're both great. I just prefer a 3-3 Lapua, but I I can't argue your argument. So there. Uh, <laughs> let's go to let's go to Clover because this is going to be in the next 20 minutes. So he, he, can't, he can't answer anything short. Um, so I'm going to say, what was your favorite? To shoot the one thing that you could take away with you from the gathering, what would that be, Close? Just one. Just one. Just one. Uh, Rock Island Armory TM-22. 
that is something that I never thought I would hear. The Rock Island beer. Okay, so yeah, take the floor on that one. Uh, man, it's awesome. So Actually, I we have to do that for a few minutes. I've got I've got to step out here for just one second. Sorry, go ahead. So how I miss that uh, at Shot Show? I don't know if it was even out at Shot Show. Maybe TJ knows. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it is literally an all metal twenty-two. So that's what the TM stands for: is the metal, the metal twenty-two. And uh, semi-auto, very minimalist, minimalist, minimal, if I can say that, in nature. Uh, and what was crazy about it, even the magazines were metal. It's like, when was the last time you seen a metal magazine in anything, honestly? Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know, it was cool. So, did you play with that one at all, TJ? I, I shot a little bit. I mean, I, I shot every gun up there. I mean, between cool. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I had my... Um, my buddy Norm came up. He was about an hour away, so he came up Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. and he doesn't shoot. He doesn't get to shoot a lot. So I ran him through. Like, all right, let's go to the M two forty. You know, and up there at uh, up up the hill there, and then uh, let's 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 go. To, we hit, so I shot him all that full auto, and we just started working down the hill. I was cool. like, listen, you paid your, you paid your forty bucks. Shoot everything here. Right. Did and, you uh, shoot that one, Adrian? I did not. I um I don't think were they. Toward the end, I don't think I've. No, they weren't. Were. So here was the thing. So you What's know where hyper, you know where hyperfire was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were in the bay with hyperfire, uh, but they had no, they had no signs. That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw the hyperfire. Yeah, it was, it was the white table. tent with nothing on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was walking around, and it was that first when you when you first walk in, at least from the parking area, um, that first pavilion or covered area, and I was walking around in there doing something and walk by the Rock Island Army, they had a booth in there and they had the, they had their double hammer shotgun there on the table. Of course, nobody was shooting it, but that thing got to shoot that shot show. That's awesome. And I seen it sitting there and I'm like, Whoa, what is this anyway? And he told me, he said, Oh, that's the all metal, you know, 22, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how did I miss that? You know? And he's like, you it's in the booth over there. You can shoot it. You know? And I'm like, well, cool. So I walked over there and I walked back and forth and back and forth. And I'm like, where? and I even asked several people, I'm like, where's Rock Island? And they go, oh, they're right over there. And I'm like, I walked back and I walked back and forth. And finally I asked somebody and they go, they're the right there. The they said they're right there next to Hyperfire. I was like, the weird pants. Those I'm were like, cool. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, uh, okay, the what must be the one that has, there's no signs, right? There was a sign there that was, I can't remember what it said, but there was a sign there that said something, and it wasn't Arms Corps or Rock Island Armory. And so that was what was throwing me off. But, yeah, finally was able to. And I don't know what else they had there, to be quite honest with you. Um, I don't even know. That's where, that's what I went to shoot, and I did. I know, uh, Adrian, you've got to check out here in a few yeah. minutes. Uh, question real quick. Anything like a funny story or anything that happened that was funny? And then I want to go ahead and give you a few minutes also, once again, to tell people where they can find you on social media and all that stuff as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, um, and uh, Clover was actually there for this adventure. So when we got there, you know, parking was in the field. Yeah. And so it rained like 65 feet the day before. So I have a Mini Cooper. And so I'm pulling in to park and like the mud, I mean, it was at like, you know, 11 o'clock. So the mud is already like six inches deep and I'm yeah. like scooting along this path of all this deep mud and I'm scraping and I'm like, I'm never 
actually going to get out of this parking lot once I get parked because the mud is just going to get worse. But so I'm like, I guess I'm here for a while. But yeah, thankfully they had cut a new parking lot or something. I mean, a new drive to get out. Yeah, um, they did. But yeah, it was muddy. It was not there. And there was some dude stuck in a big SUV on the side. They had to. I, I came out. in from the front, luckily, because we didn't have to go through that. But my car would have definitely gotten stuck. Yeah. Um, but I came in from the front, so it all worked out. And then I rode with Clover the next day because I knew that if it was bad, there was no yeah. way. Because at least Clover's car had front wheel drive. Uh, I was not going to go through that. <laughs> yeah. It was rough. Right. There were at least two cars that got stuck just in the like 10 minutes that, that right. before we came in there. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, um yeah but so yeah i really appreciate y'all having me uh, it was great anytime. you've got an open invite i'm gonna add you to the list you're more than welcome to come on anytime Sweet. You yeah want. that'd be great and we can we can just keep talking more about hunting that'd be that'd be okay <laughs> and there goes the invite <laughs> you and clover can do your thing tj and i will do our thing That's and right. we'll, That's right. we'll have the battles yeah. who wins i oh, have yeah, the so. mute button but thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anytime. Like I said, yeah. you're more than welcome anytime. Um, besides the YouTube, I, I would just put the link up there for your YouTube channel review okay. this thing. Where uh, where else are you on social media? And if people want to get a hold of you, is there an easier way to get a hold of you besides a DM? Um, no, that's that's probably the easiest way. Just go through okay. Instagram. Uh, handle is review this thing. Facebook is review this thing. Thankfully, they were all there. So review this thing. This with an eye. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> i didn't get too cool i didn't get too out there but uh yeah so check out our channel like i said there's there uh probably because of events like this past week we're gonna have more firearms just because hopefully we'll have more um uh availability to get things and try them out but uh just doing reviewing things and, and the thing with us is we're a lot more Basically, if you want to know about something, we want you to come watch our video and then make a decision. Like, we don't want you to have to watch us and then watch this one and then this one and then this one. So they're they're fairly, I mean, they're eight to ten minutes long, but, you know, they're chapters. You can fast forward, but we basically just want you to eight, not eight to have to go. minutes ain't bad. You know, like, nothing fancy goes for, like, 45 minutes on some of his. So I was just like, mm. oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. So uh, what yeah. you want to know, quick and easy, if you have questions, ask. And we answer uh, every every comment so if you have a question we didn't answer it ask it and i'll get back to you awesome yeah it was great meeting you last week i look forward to getting to know you a lot better yeah. in the next few years hopefully see you at shot in january I'm, i think i'm gonna I, have to make that happen. Hey, no hopefully you'll be you're gonna be there one <laughs> way or the other. if you don't if you don't um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rag on you a little bit i'll, I'll, have, Jeez, I'll put it on the calendar chase chase is sending me texts throughout the entire night and it's stuff that it's just hilarious. And so thank you for keeping me on my toes, but I'm, I'm live right now, homie. I'm live. So, um, yeah, why go check out, that's why he's doing it. Absolutely. It is. But, uh, go check out review this thing. She does a great work, really awesome person. And like I said, you have an open invite anytime you want. So thank um, you. I'll, I'll be here again. Thank you guys. You got it. Thank you. Be I safe. Do. Um. Oh, I, well, G23 says this right as she's leaving. Asks if she re reloads. <laughs> go ask on her channel. There go you go. Ask, yeah. Go ask on her channel or slide into her DMs. So, uh, yeah. Um. So, funny story that I know Clover, he told everybody in the fucking world last week. Oh, um, yeah. I'm sure he wants to tell us. I'm going to give you a backstory. So, 
Um, they don't need he a was backstory. Supposed to backstory. He was supposed to stay with Jeff and TJ and all those at the Gear Report headquarters. Well, they just find, screwed, just up, screwed me over. Just say it. Just yes, say it. Jeff screwed him over and says, I'm not going to show up till Wednesday. We got there uh, Thursday. He's not going to show up till Thursday. We got there Wednesday. I'm staying at a house with a bunch of Marine guys, all Marines. And I said, Clove, just come crash on the couch. We got we got a couch there, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he comes over, and you can only imagine the conversations that we're having on the front deck of this house, just having a good time and all of this stuff. And, and at this point, I'm going to let Clover take over because he thinks this is funny as hell. It is. It is. So here, here's the thing. So, yeah, first of all, you know, Props to, to you and Ron and the other guys for, for letting me stay. I, I appreciate it. And, and I think we all had fun regardless. But we had a good time. We but, actually knew the uh, same whole time. So it was great having you there, by the way. But so this is, I don't remember if this was the, the, the first night or the second this night. Is Wednesday no, night. Yeah, this is Wednesday doesn't really night. matter. But um, I've got the laptop. Yeah, it was because I was working on, I had my laptop. We were all sitting out on, on showcase stuff. Yeah. We're sitting out on the porch and, and I'm working on some stuff from the showcase because I'm there with literally the tip of the spear, right? These, these guys tough as nails and they're telling stories about driving over landmines and, you know, how many confirmed kills they had in Fallujah and coming up out of the mud with Rambo knife and taking out Charlie and just all of this crazy, like tough guy, you know, simplify stuff, right? And all of a sudden, a stray cat goes, Rawr! and every one of these Marines, every one of these jarheads, every one of these letternecks literally break a hole in the ceiling. They jump so high and they go, Oh my God, what is that? And I take my earbuds out because I'm like, I'm like, that's like a stray cat. And, and it goes, Rawr! again, and they jump again. And I'm like, you know, it's a really good thing the Taliban didn't have cats. If you want to be Marines, you send cats over to the base and they'll just I hope I hope we never have to I hope we never have to go to war with the Thundercats because if we do, we're screwed. We're we cannot rely on the Marines. It's it's not gonna happen. It was pretty funny, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we 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 literally were airborne. Like, what the hell was that? And it was like two cats fighting or something. I don't know. It was but a dog uh, chasing the cat, I think, is what is it was. It was like that. I yeah. wasn't paying attention at that point. It's like, man, these guys need to need to like when they come back in their own PT or QT or AT or PM or whatever it is, they need to spend a little more time in the woods or maybe just in a rundown trailer park so they hear a stray cat scream every now and then. Like, good Lord. Maybe that needs to be, maybe that needs to be part of the training. Like when they lock you in a box, right. And in your training and all, and they play music, maybe they need to play, play, play stray cats screaming. Maybe that would help with the, uh, to, to teach the Marines that, you know, that's, that's a normal noise you hear in the outdoors sometimes. See, now this is just wrong, but Chase says you should have brought a preschool supply of crayons to calm them. Oh, I know all it ha would have to be the grape ones without a doubt. At least my favorite. I can't. I can't speak for anyone else, but my favorite are the grape ones. Um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. We had a great time. We cooked out every night. Um, just had a great time. But yeah, it was nice to have you there. Um, I'm sure that you were probably at least in the beginning, probably a little. I'm not say uncomfortable, um, but probably felt like you were out of place. But um, I'll be yeah, honest you, with you. I sort of felt right like a, there and you were fine. I sort of felt like a fifth wheel or whatever it was for 
for the whole time, to be quite honest with you. It just it is what it is. But you know, I didn't feel unwanted or unwelcome. You know what I mean? Mm. It was just it was it was weird. I mean, what am I gonna talk about? And and I didn't talk a lot, right? I mean No, you didn't. You didn't. I mean, you and I talked, you know, when we right. were all hanging out doing our own thing, but right. yeah. It was just one of those, yeah, that, that's just what happens. And it's not just with uh, Marines. I, I think it was any, anyone that's kind of been through same, similar stuff, you just, that's yeah. that's kind of where you go. That's what you yeah. talk about. And yeah. we were talking about, see, like me and Ron are, are obviously much older than the other two that were there. Um, and so we were talking about Okinawa back in the 90s. And these guys didn't even go in until like 2008 or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? um or 2002 i guess as some of them uh, a couple of them did but yeah it was just one of those things where we were talking about old times and different bases and different training because the training and the tactics that they use today are so vastly different than the tactics and training that we did back then it was just kind of bridging those two the, the funny thing is is one of them and i'm not supposed to mention their names right now um but one of them was an e3 and worked for Ron when Ron was an E7 before he and Ron retired as an E8 at Master Sergeant. Um, but one of them was on his team as an E3 Lance Corporal, and they go way back. So Ron's known him since he was basically a boot. So uh, which I thought was kind of cool, you know, pretty cool. Um, all right, so TJ staying in the CP tent with the home V with all the gear report you had, you and Jeff and Toby and Alan and JJ and Randall, you guys Randall. had a funny yep. event. Um, there had to have been some funny ass stories and shenanigans going on there. Any anything that you can talk about publicly? Um, I mean, I don't know if they're really shenanigans. We just kind of uh I, I you know, I as soon as I got to the tent, I had to start cooking. So yeah, you know, I was grilling, you grilling dogs and the food and snacks. So. I know, I know, dog. I kept everybody fed. Um, you know, we did have to do the uh we, we did run around like idiots trying to find enough signal to do a uh, Thursday night show. Yeah. That was, that was probably the, 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 the most shenanigans, shenanigans we had. We were, you know, up top, we we're using my phone. We ended up going down to the, the office that they left open for us. And, uh, figured you oh, guys like it still there though, too, though, that, that helped. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. It yeah. I know big, I've used a GI shower before and that's, aren't, that's not fun. And then they had a giant coffee maker for Jeff. So he was, he was really excited about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, we ended up just sitting down there using my, um, my phone as a hotspot that, you know, the crappiest signal ever. And then, uh, that was about it. Like I said, it was just, you know, besides just running around in the mud. Yep. Yeah. I was on, I was on breakfast duty. So basically me and Ron did the eggs and the bacon and all that. Um, we tried to let we tried to let Clover get the hash browns and tater tots done, but um, I'm just gonna say the oven there was interesting. And every morning and every night, um, we were having to have someone on standby for the smoke detector. And it wasn't Clover's fault; we all did it. But that yeah. smoke detector, if, if if you would have like just breathed a little bit it was going off so we were sitting there oh, with the blanket on the yeah, that, that oven would turn on and off like by itself it was possessed yeah yeah it was i mean I, I, you know the first batch of tots i put in you know i got to look in and, and it yeah because, like, it, really because, it turned, because, it, yeah. because it turned off 
And then I was like, okay, well, these are, you know, these are obviously they're cooked, right? It's like they're soft, but I mean, they, they'll work. Still fine. <laughs> and uh, so I put the other batch in because I was like, well, we could have that for hash browns or whatever the next morning. We ain't got to worry about cooking them. And those cooked, like, almost burn them. And they, they, they were weren't perfect. there in no time. And I'm like, this. Yeah, and then, like, the next morning or something, or one day mm -hmm. or morning, we got up and it the oven was running. And it was like, how come the oven's on? And No, like, no, no. Like, we had done the breakfast. This was, I guess, uh, Thursday morning. We, we, I always, I always did the eggs and all that. And Ron was doing bacon. And I guess he put the bacon. I don't know if we did hash browns the next, the second morning, but I know we did that Thursday. I think he did the bacon in the oven, took the bacon out. We got home later on that night, and the oven was still on. Like, oh, snap, oven's still on. So I guess it's preheated for us to cook dinner. Yep. So it all, out. it all worked out. Um, so the, 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 the best story for me, I don't agree with Clover's assessment of the best story of the week. I, I, I think that he's making that up. Uh, no, he was, he was telling the truth. But for me, and none of these happen to do with the, sh the show itself. Uh, that's the great thing about these things is you hang out and the stories develop just naturally. Um, but the best story for me is I get to this place on Wednesday, our house that we're staying at. It's a double wide on a lake. Inside was really, really nice. Um, had a great little covered porch deck, whatever, on the front. Had couches a grill and the back by pit. the way the back and was the, pretty nice too yeah. yeah the back was nice too but it had like fire it had all had all this stuff it was nice heaters tvs it was it was nice so i pull up and i i get there first um so i i sent a text to ron i said hey what's the code to get into the door and he sent me the code so i walk in and I was like, wow, this is this is going to be nice for us. And so I had like a little styrofoam cup from the road and I wanted to kind of wash it out and get some ice and, and pour a new soda in there. So I went to the sink, turned the water on. No water. I'm like, huh, OK. So I went to the restroom, turned the water on. No water. Turned the shower on. No water. So I said, you know what? It's a rental place. They probably shut the water off when no one's there. I get it. So I called Ron and I said, Hey, where are you at? He says, Oh, I'm, I'm a little ways. I'm not, I'm not too far out. And I said, well, do they say anything in the email about turning the water on? He's like, what do you mean? And I said, there's no water. I just, is there something we need to do to turn the water on? He goes, I don't remember anything. And then one of the guys he's writing with, he goes, Hey, look at this email. See if there's anything about the water. He says, no, there's nothing in the water. And I said, okay. Um, all right, well, I'm just going to hang out till y'all get here. It's only like 15 minutes. I'm going to hang out till y'all get here, and we'll go from there. So they show up. There's two of them, Ron, another guy, one of the uh, Marsoc 3. And they come up, and he's like, what do you mean, like, there's there's no water? And I was like, like, there's, like, I don't, I don't understand what you don't understand. There's no water. Like, there's got to be a way to turn this water on. And so he looks through the emails and everything, and like, no, there's, there's nothing from this lady named Wendy. And so he's texting Wendy and he was like, Hey, got to the house. There's no water. Is there something that we, is there a, a, a valve somewhere that we need to turn on? And she's like, what do you mean? There's no water. She's like, I paid the bill. And we're like, well, there is no water. And so she's trying to figure out what's going on. So Ron and I, Ron's talking to this girl, text back and forth. I'm I'm at this point just saying, well, I can't do anything about it right this second. Josh, 
another guy was outside and all of a sudden we hear, Hey, found the issue. Now we heard water trickling and flowing, but it had been raining like, like, like Noah was building another ark. So we just assumed coming off the hill. There's gotta be water also on a lake with a Creek on a lake with a Creek. So there's plenty of water around. We didn't think anything about it. So we, we go outside in the back and he goes into this crawl space, opens his crawl space, and the main pipe from the road that's the water company that goes attaches to the house, the clamp had come off and the pressure had blown that pipe off, and it is flowing. Flowing. So we ask her, it's like, okay, you've got a problem. Where is the main valve shut off? And she's like, it's over by the street light by the, the road. So we were over there. And she's got some, she's like, I'm going to call one of the neighbors to come over. Maybe he can help. He's a contractor or whatever. Maybe he can help. We're like, cool. So we go and we get the valve turned off. We look at the gauge. 17,000 gallons have flowed through there. That's a lot of water. 17,000 gallons. We don't know how long it had been like that. We don't know. But 17,000 gallons have flowed through that meter. And so this, these two guys pull up in this car and he's like, Hey guys, what's going on? Like, Hey, what's going on? He, he, I was like, yeah, so it's the valves over here and all that. We start talking to him. He's like, wait, what are y'all talking about? We're like, you're not here to help fix the water problem. He goes, no, I'm here to, to, to give her an estimate on French drainage. I'm like, homie, French drainage ain't going to do nothing for what we've got going on right now. It's you're gonna have to do something bigger. He's like, What's going on? So we told him he wasn't there to help fix it. He just happened to be stopping by to give her an estimate on French drainage. And so they're like, Holy cow! So they're trying to figure all this out and all that. And about 10 minutes later, the, the pickup comes down from a neighbor and he's like, What's going on? We're like, Yeah, I talked to Wendy and, and here's what it is. Luckily, he had a clamp, so we had the water shut off. He put the hose back onto the pipes, clamped it down, made sure it was really tight. And then we turned the water back on and we had water the rest of the time. But that was our first experience of this house was water. The river ran through the crawl space of that house. It was crazy. It was nuts. It was nuts. Set us up for a great weekend. At least you didn't have a roommate. I mean. No. I did. Yeah. I had four of them. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was camping up at the tent. I, I froze. I was like, all right. The second night, yeah. I didn't freeze as yeah, much. Well, it, it got cold. I mean, it did so, get cold at night for sure. So I don't know how much TJ can elaborate on this, but we, we there's two things that I think we need to talk about before we leave. One is how, and if you're from South Carolina, my apologies ahead of time. If you worst want to go and roads in the world. Worst oh, yeah. roads oh, yeah. ever. And I'm not talking about road condition. I'm talking they, about also how they're laid out. They know. Okay? A highway... Billy Bob's Highway or something, whatever it was called. No, thank Willie's, you. Willie's Road. Willie's, yeah. Willie's Road. So highways in South Carolina are literally county roads here in Texas. Yeah. Like literally. And he's living like 45 if there's anything so, posted. So I'm headed to I'm headed to South Carolina from from uh uh I stopped off outside Atlanta, visited with Lionheart for a little bit and all that. And I see that on the interstate, there's a lot of congestion. They're talking about traffic being backed up on the radio, some other stuff. 
and I'm like, well, I got time. I'll just hit an alternate route. Bad idea. Because you literally turn. You're talking about little crappy two-lane roads, if that. You're talking about turning every, literally, there was a turn, like four or five miles max, and you turn four or five miles, and you turn four. And I'm like, holy crap, is there not a single road that goes anywhere in this place? Like, literally? And it told me to turn on Willie's Road. And I'm like, really? I'm turning on Willie's Road. So I turn on Willie's Road, and guess what? Or Church Road, or Jones Road, or Airport Road. It's like they had to have landmarks, you know, and people's names. And lo and behold, I'm traveling down Willie's Road, and I meet a jacked-up, dually, four-wheel drive, multicolor primer, wait for it, El Camino, baby. And I thought, South Carolina, my kind of state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Not going to lie, Pretty I'd cool. probably have to have one. If Pretty I, if cool. I had the opportunity cool. to have a jacked-up, dually yeah. Oh, yeah. Camino, I definitely, and if you're gonna have a jacked up Dooley El Camino, you've got to go with a multicolored primer. That's just the way you got to go. I I will say this though, this is the second thing I want to bring up. Coming back, we had fun driving coming back. I'm talking about the whole way we did. We had some fast and furious stuff going on. We oh. were drifting like crazy. You know, we had like was... key movements and driving oh, and blocking. Man. And... Oh. Dude, I blew through Atlanta with a. Dodge Challenger, a Mustang, and some type of a Nissan, sporty-looking Nissan. Of course, everything's sporty-looking nowadays. At freaking 90, 95 mile an hour, man. And we were drifting in and out of traffic and blocking in the whole nine. Ghost meets up with me, uh, what, on the other side of Atlanta Just somewhere, wasn't it, or, or, or something. And... Uh, we might, holy, have, we might have the world holy, record for Atlanta. Holy Moses! We meet up with a couple of Mercedes that were that were knew what they were doing, and uh, oh man, we were we were hammered down. And then, uh, hey, once we split off I, outside Talladega, one point I'm trying to say the very loud. My wife, I got to about one twenty at one point. Oh man, it was it was so much fun though. It was so much fun. When you can when you can get people like that on the road to just know. By the way. They were by blocking. the way you're by the way you're driving, they know. Oh, okay, this guy's ready to go. Let's do it. You know, we had a couple of people try to join up for a little bit. Is it? You know what? Well, <laughs> yeah. and I had and I had a couple of people that that thought I was trying in a Kia, right? Like I was trying to race, and I was like, dude, I'm not trying to race you. I want us to team up and take on this traffic. And then you that know, red pickup what, truck thought he was just going to be a badass. Yeah. Well, he didn't understand it either. He just thought that you know we were racing or something and it's like no dude that's not what we're doing but made great time that was a record trip coming back man i think i got back quicker than i went to i got back from south carolina i think well not quicker but almost uh barring a couple of things <laughs> that happened like nearly dying uh not speed related <laughs> um, yeah. but um coming back from uh from there it was pretty close to the time and you're talking about you know four or five hours less distance so but so, yeah coming back it, i was what i was like i don't know maybe 10 miles from the house driving yeah. through this little community <laughs> and speed limit drops to 60 and there actually is a highway patrol that lives in that community so you got to yeah. be careful in that community so i slowed down to 60 as soon as it's 70 man i pop it up 75 whatever the heck set the cruise First curb coming out of that little community, there's a tree around that curb. There's a tree literally, and this is like dusky dawn, sun is about to set. There's a tree literally across the road. So I'm 
locking up. I'm grabbing the emergency brake, you know, and I realize, okay, the tree is down on the road from left to right. There's a lot of little branches to the right. I'm going to try to ride the edge of the ditch to the right. And maybe at worst, right, I catch little branches along <laughs> my wife's car, I have to explain. And luckily, I was able to get it slowed down enough. I actually went through the ditch, and it wasn't dry enough. I went through the ditch and then back up on the road. Immediately stopped and called the sheriff's office and said, you better get somebody out here and then turn my car around and face the headlights on the tree till they got there. But that's what slowed me down getting home there. Uh, but, yeah, somebody, me, yeah. but somebody could have died that night. I guarantee you. That was crazy. EDUs out there got the chance to meet him in Affordable Armory. Uh, first time to meet those two guys. Uh, yeah, he, was the, he was out there. He was out there earlier, wasn't he? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie. When I left South, going home, and my GPS, my phone says "Welcome to Georgia," I almost stopped and pulled over the highway to kiss the highway. I know. But, right. But I thought, yeah. Oh, this is so nice. Cause even like that, I mean, you, you can tell a difference when that state line, like even the interstate highways were better in Georgia than they were in South Carolina. And you're like, Oh, yeah. back to like Horrible. normal roads, you know? Yeah. Oh, South yeah. Carolina is terrible. Terrible. That's, that's, why the, that's why at least South Carolina's gas is a little cheaper. Cause it, it takes more gas to get through that place. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. There was one. So we're coming back Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday after the media day. And we're both in our cars and he's following me and we're, we're rolling through these windy ass, like, you know, I don't even call them one lane. They're like half a lane Pop. on each side. You know? <laughs> and we see this sign. There's a curve coming up and they say, you see this sign that says hump. Well, neither one of our cars ride real high off the ground. So I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down take this hump. I make that corner and I am not bullshitting you. It looked like a freaking. I'm not. I'm not kidding. If I'm lying, Clover. It looked like an evil Knievel ramp. Like yeah. if you were on a dirt bike and you took that full speed, you could have jumped like a couple hundred feet easily. It was probably like, a bump. That is a freaking ramp. Yeah, and it, it, it leveled was... up top and then went down. I was like, holy, guys, a ramp. Well, it so didn't how level. far did you guys go? It didn't level much. Well, I didn't hit it that bad. We would have, we would, they would have, have taken out my entire bottom of the car if I tried to do that. Yeah. It, it was, it, it literally. Like, I'm gonna it, say it was like that. I mean, it was a ramp. Yeah, I'm gonna say it was definitely steeper than a 45 degree angle. Yes. And I'm gonna say it was 10 to 12 foot high easily. At least 10. And feet the high. leveled out part was not even the the width of my car. Or no, my wife's car. It was like a one lane bridge. Yeah. It was a freaking ramp. It was a ramp. It was literally a ramp. It says hump. It doesn't even say like bridge. It just says hump. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's a hump. Yeah. And then, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Keith out there says, what's going on? Whatever that. And, and I'm not going to lie. Mandatory's right. He says, same as always. Mean old men ranting at cameras. That's about right. So, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. call us mean, though. I just say that you know, we're ranting, but yeah. we're having yeah. fun. Uh, before hey, we old. get out of here, yeah, we are. Well, I mean, you're older than me, but I'm older than Clover, so. Um, so, so I'm old. So you're old. Okay. I'm middle aged. He's the young pup. So. Oh. Whatever. Um. Before we get out of here, we've gone two hours. We've told a lot of stories and having a lot of fun. We have talked about some of the products and all that. Um. A little bit. 
My, I haven't even talked. My favorite, my favorite would have been the AP five had I not shot it Tuesday. I'll tell you what I was really impressed with, and uh, I sent an email today uh, trying to see what happens. That Springfield Hellion, that little bullpup five five six, is a little badass monster. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with that, and you guys can say what you want to about Springfield. Don't care. That Hellion is cool as hell. Uh, they were right next to IWI, so I'm shooting the Hellion, and some of the guys shoot a Tavor. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, that Hellion was pretty cool. Um, anything that disappointed you, TJ, as far as products oh. go? Not really. I mean, wasn't really disappointed by anything. I mean, everything everything functioned well. I mean, everything. Eh, nothing really was like, oh crap, that's just you know hot garbage. Um, and considering the weather and the mud, keeping those things clean and and, and all that must have been fun, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, yeah. You Toby, Toby's running around taking apart guns like there's no tomorrow. Like oh, dropping drop crap that. everywhere. Oh, my God. I would have choked him. I'm not going to lie. So, real quick, we love Toby. And Toby does a great job, but when he gives a review or something, he wants to make sure that everything's up to standards. Understand, it has rained like a foot of rain in the last couple of days. There's mud everywhere. He's at a booth, literally not just breaking it down to field strip it. He's taking springs and shit out of these guns. And there's no telling where the springs are going in the mud and all that. Yeah, I pro- I'm not gonna lie. I probably here's, here's, I'll tell you. I'll tell you shenanigans. Uh, Toby shenanigans. They put you on Toby duty after that, didn't they? Yes, we're. Uh, yeah, we should ban him. Um, they. Um, we were at the. Uh, what was it? The Rock. The Rock River Arms, or wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was that booth? The guy with the fancy pants. Rock Island. Rock Island Arms. Rock Island. Yeah. So many, and um, you know he, the he was looking at the the Nada Glocks or whatever the Glock copies or whatever. And, Sure. So he's he's ta- first thing he does takes it apart, you know, all apart, like in a second. Like I turn my back, looked over, and he's looking through the slot. I'm like, come on, dude. I was you know I was failing at my job. I suppose just wrangle him around. Next thing you know, I'm I'm over there. Alan's talking. We're talking to the guy. I look at Toby. He's over. He's doing something. All of a sudden, I see a spring just just shoot out across behind it into into a mud puddle. Oh. And so I, I just let Alan keep talking. I discreetly go over, grab it, hand it back to him. He wanted to see if his slide from his gun actually went on there, and then he got it stuck. So he had to take the back plate off. And when he did, the firing pin shot out. Put it. He put it all back together. And it was like, all right, we'll see you later. What did the guys at Rock Island say? Were they just like, what? Nothing. He didn't even notice. He was talking uh, to Alan. Wow. So if the gun, if the guns worked at Rock Island, then good to go because one of the firing pins was in the mud. So I had an interesting one, and I put a video out yesterday uh, at EAA Gerson over at, at uh, Talladega, and I was going to shoot the Gerson Regard, which is a beautiful little 92 clone. Oh, I saw that. It's beautiful. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm shooting. go, click. Click. So Paul comes over, and he grabs it. He puts another magazine in it. Click. And I'm like. It wasn't me, you know, it was not operating. And uh, no, what happened was, is I said, was there, is there not a firing pin in there? And he goes, oh, there's a firing pin, but it got cut off. So when transport, they have to do certain things, the firing pins between shows and all that. And they hadn't gone back and 
fixed it. But I was like, look, that was not me. I had nothing to do with that. I did not break this gun. But yeah, it was fine. Last one to touch it broke it. Yeah, he says it helps not to bring a uh, a cut a firing pin to a show. So yeah, I was um, I was, it was a little. I, I, we turned it into a great fun thing. So that was the whole thing. So I was a little disappointed with the Century Arms booth at the showcase, and not really anything to do with Century Arms. And that was part mm-hmm. of the conversation I, I was talking about earlier. I had with uh, the Poma people about trying to. This is where the white rhino comes into play. Yeah, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. Chase out there knows what I'm talking about. People that are there know what I'm talking about. TJ will if we don't already once we go uh, off air. But we'll tell you the story. Yeah, there was there was definitely some shenanigans with some people that uh, unfortunately get a lot of traffic. (laughs) You wonder about some people and how they get so much traffic on their stuff and yeah you see them in multiple places and you're like that dude or that mm-hmm. All right. um yep. i've got one speaking of that century arms I, you guys are going to want to check out the video that's dropping tomorrow uh it's my century arms they had a competition there at century during the uh, showcase and they were giving away free guns and it was you take four shots with a canic Five shots, and it's all on steel. You take two shots here, two shots here, the canic. Then you transition to the uh, AP5, take five shots, transition to the AK, three shots. Fastest time wins a gun. You tore it up. And I you tore throw it. it. Fire, yeah. baby. And you, uh, got the, you got the best prize. I did. So <laughs> tomorrow, for those of you that aren't patrons or channel YouTube channel members, by the way, thank you to all of you, including TJ. Uh over, but all yeah. my channel members and, and, and patrons, you've seen hopefully you've seen it. If you're not, go check it out. Tomorrow it is releasing, and and um, we'll just say we had some fun and no one knew what was going on. Um, so yeah, that was fun. It was fun, but yeah, um, yeah, that was that was interesting to see that happen right in front of you, and you're just like, what the hell's going on? Like this is some this is this is weird um and we'll tell you what happened we might have already told you but we'll tell you off air i wish uh, somebody would have had a camera on and and i mean i, 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 I because my camera is sitting right there i don't I know should, if nothing else turn the audio the, on you know the people that follow those jack wagons that's all i'm gonna say i don't yeah. think are gonna care you know that's that's the thing and, and we that's had that conversation it, you know we've had we had this conversation with with companies and they they totally agreed that that and and poma agreed to people that were doing the event that that right. was, there was no place for that at, at an no. event like this do that behind your house or whatever but 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 to and, witness it at that type of event was yeah professional outdoor media association event the and word literally professional like, went out the window totally yeah anyways yep. yeah um all right TJ, anything else that you want to bring up about? Um, oh, the cool thing. I, I, I saw something that was really cool. So I was down there with Ron. This is Thursday at Media Day. And I was helping him shoot some footage for his channel and for um, his website and all of that. So he, they were doing some drills. He and Danny were doing some drills. So I was filming some of that stuff to get them footage. And Jeff walks up with Randall. And um, actually, when I, when I met him that morning, 
Jeff was like, yeah, Randall, you're like one of the few channels that Randall actually watches, like me. And Randall's, you know, Randall's like, yeah, he's actually pretty informative. I'm like, don't tell people that because I don't want them to think anything different because uh, I'm trying not to be informative. I'm just trying to do my thing, whatever. Uh, anyway, so later on that day, Jeff walks down there to Riker, the Riker Bay uh, where Ron was. And he's like, hey, you got a second? And I was like, yeah, what's up? Oh, okay. Oh, thanks. to AEU. It was nice meeting you guys. Yeah, man. Awesome. We'll, we'll need to hook up some more. You, uh, get a hold of me. We can let's do some collabs or something. Yeah, really nice meeting you though for sure. Uh, Five dollars super chat. That's going to go as like you said. All super chats go to uh, sending care packages downrange. Um, but Jeff walks over and he's like, you, "You got anything going on for the next few minutes?" And I was like, "No, I don't. I don't think so." He's like, "He's like Randall has like shot a pistol once and it was like five years ago, but he's never had any instruction." And he says, being his dad probably wouldn't be a good idea if I did. Can you just spend a few minutes helping him out? And I said, yeah, I can do that. And I said, but you know one of the best instructors in the country is, like, standing right there. And I, he's like, I was like, why don't you ask Ron? I bet you Ron would love to do that. And so he asked Ron. And I was like, yeah, come on. So we spent, like, 10 minutes with him going from, like, basics on how to draw and how to grip and how to shoot. And I'm, I'm looking over, and JJ's filming, and, and Jeff is filming this. And I look over at, at, at JJ, and I said, there aren't very many people, especially that young in this country, that can say their very first instruction with firearms is with Ron. That's a kind of a cool thing. And it was. You could see you could see Jeff. Like, Jeff had a big old smile on his face because, you know, Randall had a smile on his face. And it was one of those things where it was like a cool moment that, like, this kid has no idea who's being instructed by, but it was one of those things where, like, it was awesome. It was awesome to watch. So that was one of the coolest things that happened is watching a young man get his very first instruction on how to shoot a pistol. It was it was great. It was awesome. I loved watching that. That was really fun. Yeah. I'm hoping Jeff got some good footage of that, you know? Yeah. We had we the – um... Go ahead. We had the uh, – I mean, the other cool thing they had, they put on that concert Friday night. Yeah, see, we didn't go – uh, Dude, we were, that thing was—I mean, that was awesome. I mean, it was good. It was laid back. There wasn't a lot of people there. They moved it indoors. Um, just oh, so we wanted Clover to get up on that stage. You know, Clover's. I not, know this dude. You know? The stage was free, but they moved it down uh, towards the office. There's another like a I guess, like a dance hall kind of area, you know, for okay. functions and stuff like that. I moved them in there, and yeah, everybody just kind of hung out there. And, band, uh, or was it like multiple bands, or just one band? Or no, what? one band. They had a. Uh, I mean, they were playing rock songs with uh, banjos and violins. It was uh, really like, guitar, banjos, violins. I was like, it's Cloverett. He'd like this. That's why I was so excited. Where was, was a jacked up El Camino? Did that happen to be in the parking lot? Maybe. I did, I did not see it at the parking lot. Uh, well, but there's, there's four or five of them in South Carolina. That's fine. I'm disappointed because I think uh, banjos and violins were a mating call for an El Camino. So it was, uh, I mean, they did, there was a, it was really, it was a really neat band. And, you know, we just got to hang out and chill and drink, drink some beverages. <laughs> So it was neat. calls for El Caminos. That's one of the funniest things you've ever said, Clover. Yeah. Uh, what do you, is your opinion the Canon Rebel T7? I don't know what uh, mine's a Canon Rebel. I don't know what model mine is. Um, I'm not like the super like camera gearhead. That's probably more of Jeff's alley because Jeff's gone through a bunch of cameras. Uh, yeah. The Canon that I have, my, actually, my daughter has it right now, but I like it. Um, I don't know what model it is, but Canon. That's that's what I have as a Canon. I've got I've got a Canon as well, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a as a Canon Rebel. I don't know which model Rebel, but yeah, I have no idea what my model one is. 
So I haven't used it in a while. I just honestly, I just use cell phones now. Cell phones and a couple sometimes and GoPros for like target cams and stuff. But most is, is through. Oh, is that your glass? Never mind. What's that? I oh, no, no, I was watching. It was one of the one of the other videos that I saw that the people haven't seen yet. Oh. <laughs> uh, so another cool story with with Randall too. Is, yeah. you know, Jeff was kind of having him shadow and whatever. And so we were all hanging out, you know, the, the second day, Friday, there wasn't all the cars there. Oh, yeah. In the, in the central area. But Except the, for one. But the Humvee was there, right? Yes, and was. so we were all kind of hanging out around the Humvee and, and people were passing by and we were. We the were, saw. There were, people were jumping up in the saw. We were, and taking yeah. Pictures. But, you know, Randall was there and he, he was acting kind of bored or whatever. And Jeff was mm-hmm. explaining to him. We were talking to him and explaining that, you know, it sounds like we're just shooting over here, shooting the bull and whatever. But it's like the communication and the and the talking and the, and the conversations and the networking is all part of what makes things happen later on yeah. right makes you aware of what's going on makes you aware of which boost you need to check out you know and other things like that and, and trying to get let him know that you know to, to him it seems like we're just we're just over there shooting the breeze but it's like there's a point to a lot of it not all of it we do just be goofy and shit absolutely a lot of times yeah. but you know uh sometimes there is a point behind it as well and was just trying to kind of get that across to him that you know, it's not all shooting guns and, and filming that a lot of these shows, again, was the networking aspect of stuff. Absolutely. The, the relationship building. More importantly, like when we were all there, it was like, hey, because we were sitting there and said, hey, if you guys checked out so-and-so, no. If you guys checked out so-and-so, no, you need to go do that. Or, you know, there are some things that I saw that I knew that maybe TJ or Jeff would like and say, hey, did you check out this? And, and actually, Jeff and I were talking about the Hellion. Um, because he had at the time he hadn't shot the hellion. I was like, You need to go shoot the hellion. Um, and so just don't uh, ask anybody about shotguns because they don't know nothing. Nope. Did you did you get to shoot the impulse there, Clover? I did not shoot the impulse. I shot the impulse last year at the shooting store showcase, so I okay. have and it and I think it maybe it shot that, as well. That's straight that straight pole is awesome. I oh, it's that. sweet. It's, it's yeah. the I shot it very first time I shot it. A uh, hundred yards, and I grouped. It was less than a half inch group. I mean, nice. first time right out of the box sitting down yep. with it. So that, now he that did shoot a lot the stance, which is we shot the stance. Yeah. He shot a pistol. He shot a semi-auto pistol. He did. He went to the Savage booth to shoot a semi-automatic pistol. What's wrong with this world? He was probably going for the rifles, but then they they, they well, got him with the pistol. I didn't. Well, you we could see. Like you, want hear, you want to shoot this pistol? <laughs> He's well, <on> camera <laughs> it was a it was a situation where we were actually leaving. We were like the wind yeah, we started did. picking up. You could see it getting dark, and uh, I had checked the radar the night before. I kind of knew what was coming, and uh, we were like, "Let's get the heck out of here," you know, before we can't get the heck out of here, and. At some point on the way, Ghost is like, "Did you shoot the stance?" And I'm like, "I didn't." I I think Tony, you you and Jeff or Tony or Big Tony or somebody walked up at at uh, Shot Show Range Day, whenever Ghost was in the the Savage boots. So I was talking to whoever it was. I can't remember now, and I never went in there to shoot it. Not that I necessarily cared. And I thought, "Eh, okay, I'll go shoot it just to just to say I did." Uh, and that's what I said earlier. If I had to pick something that maybe was disappointing, I was sort of disappointed in the stance. But, you know, my pinky 
massively hung off the grip, which I mean, it's screwed up and going to hang off the grip anyway at this point. But um, so, I mean, it would require, and that's not uncommon for small frame handguns, but you know, it would require some type of a, a mag extension for me to be comfortable. I didn't particularly care for the, the grip, the stippling and a lot of other things. Grippy. And I did not shoot it well at all. I don't know how far away that steel was, but you know, out of a mag, I think I might've hit the steel two or three times. I would have to go back and check the video, uh, which I'll put that video out. But like I said earlier, I, I would take with my experience with the stance at this point, I would take the sky striker fire over the stance at this point. I think they're pretty even. Uh, I will say this. I like the ergonomics of the stance much better. I don't. I will say that the trigger, God, it's killing me to say this, that flat face trigger on the uh, sky That's might better. be a little bit better than That's that better. Savage. I'm just saying. I think it's, I think it's better. I think the snap on the recoil was better. I just... I think I think the recoil is better. The recoil is better on the sky, and the uh, I just like the way the sky feels better. That the stippling, the stippling on that stance is. I mean, it's like I don't like it. It's weird. It looks, skin. it looks like a football laces or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, but you like that. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I also have a, a. I also I'm not the biggest fan of sky, so yeah, that's why we all do content that way people can get different it's, perspectives yeah. of stuff. Absolutely. You know? Real quick, mandatory carry says, Ghost, can you give Fix a shout out? She's watching but can't chat in the phone. Fix bayonets, my darling. You are wonderful. I'm glad that you're watching. Thank you for watching. You take care and make sure that mandatory mandatory carry doesn't give you any shit. Uh, thank you for always watching and supporting. So uh, if I can do anything for you, fix, let me know. But yeah, thank you so much for watching, sweetheart. There you go. Um, so yeah. Um, all right almost two and a half hours uh tj i'm gonna let give you a few minutes to talk about maybe some stuff that you're working on with your report maybe some reviews that might be coming out um anything that we need to talk about for um for your report just let me know and go yep. ahead all the reviews everything all the reviews. reviewed and he is yeah, the can... vice president of of snacks and beverages so he knows the inside scoop i'm the director of snacks oh. and beverages my bad. Listen, I'm 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 like as high as you can go with snacks and beverages. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know I, I don't know where I can go out of there, but I'm <laughs> I'm next, like right there. Now, I've got the uh, the TX uh, the Taurus TX22 competition coming out. That one's close. Um, the Arex uh, Delta Gen Two is coming out. That one's next, and then I've got the uh, Wolfpack Armory um, coming out. That little folder AR pistol. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. One, that yeah. one's that one's sexy. So that that's that's getting they're all they're all getting close. In the next couple of weeks, I'll have all those out and then ready for the the BRG nine. And I'm trying to space them out since somebody else already published a BRG nine. So Sorry. I don't I don't, don't want to pile them all up there because it's like you know like, who, who wants to watch two in a row. Actually, you know what we were talking about this. Clover and I were talking about this is. I think that the more BRG9 content that gets put out there, that more of them, all, all the videos will start getting better because there'll be more searchable terms, there'll be more traffic as a search term because it's yeah. brand new. No one's ever seen it. There's only like four videos out there, you know? Right. Well, so I mean, it's, it's close anyways. Throw it out. Yeah, I hear yeah. you. Uh, are you guys doing a show Thursday? Always. I don't know who we have, but we're doing a show Thursday. <laughs> 
All right. This week in Gear Report presented by Maximum Defense. Uh, Thursday at nine Eastern, eight Central. Uh, TJ and Jeff are always on. I've been on. I'm I'm usually on there. Clover, that's uh, that's that's a night that he has family obligations, so he usually isn't on there anymore. But um, yeah, thanks for coming on, buddy. Um, it was great seeing you again. I saw you, I seen you twice or three times in the first like three months of the year. It's crazy. Crazy. You know? It's gonna be a good year for you. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing is, is with my job and all that, I won't see anybody until November in Tulsa. This is like the last thing I can do until then. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get out there. Yeah. Cool. Me too. Um, Clove, what about you? I know you've got a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe in the next week or two. If you have any idea and want to learn anything about the showcase or the gathering, uh, there's going to be a ton of footage coming out in the next couple of weeks. So uh, check that out. But Clove, go ahead and tell you what you got coming up. Uh, and podcasts, and then on videos coming up. Um, so, yeah, from uh, Showcase and the Gathering, I have finally got everything edited for the Showcase. There was nine videos total uh, there. Uh, going to start working tomorrow, bright and early tomorrow morning and try to knock out the, I think there's 10 or maybe 11 videos from the Gathering um, mm-hmm. and try to get those all out as soon as possible. I uh, had two videos drop today. I don't remember what. I think the Sky Maybe video and the Dead Air Suppressors video, I think, uh, right. dropped today. Now, I put a poll out earlier. Uh, and by the way, uh, much like you, Patreon patrons and YouTube channel members, along with all the other cool stuff that we do, of course, um, already have access to every single one of the uh, Shooting Sports Showcase because as soon as those are edited and uploaded, those guys get early mm-hmm. preview. Um, but I put a poll out earlier today because I don't want to oversaturate, but I think it's really important that we get content from an event out as quickly as possible. So, um, I, you know, I said, Hey, it's two a day too many because it's still, we're going to run into next week dropping two a day. Uh, cause I've got good Lord. I don't even know at this point, 15 videos or some kind of crap that still need to be released. Um, so 75% said, yeah, no problem. About 25 said it was a problem. So my apologies to the 25. You're in the minority uh, and um, mob rule or, or what have you. So we're going to be releasing two a day moving forward. Now, next week, the podcast will start back up. I can't remember the guests off the top of my head. Lionheart um, coming in sometime. I think Lionheart and maybe Diana Muller are next week, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Um but hopefully those will uh, will continue at least for a few more weeks as I get people scheduled from um, the showcase and the get ga- hopefully scheduled from the showcase and the gathering. And there is a uh, chase jumping in and stealing all this. Chase thunder, but that's fine. That's gonna, fine. He's going to come in for the after chat. Probably <laughs> he didn't come in earlier because uh, it could have gone down some weird rabbit holes. Just saying. What's up, Chase? How you doing, bud? What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> living the nightmare man living <laughs> the nightmare. uh all right guys we've been going for two and a half hours we're gonna go in and, and do the back chat i'm sorry this is where the magic happens but uh we've got to do uh some talking back here but yeah guys thank you so much for watching we've got videos gonna be coming out every day we've got tomorrow is our century competition shoot got one from wilder tackle wilder tactical coming out with our, our cool little battle belt I've uh, got stuff. The yesterday was EAA Grisson with re- regard and the 1911 SC. Uh, go check that out. 
We've got stuff coming out every day for probably the next, I'm not going to go to a day. Um, I'm just too lazy to do work that hard, but um, let's be honest. But I will have one every day, probably for the next couple of weeks until we get everything out. And uh, so you might get sick of it, but there are a lot of people that couldn't make it to the showcase or the gathering that kind of want to get that feels. Go check out Gear Report. Go check out Clover. Go check out. There's a lot of people covering both these shows or all these shows, um, which is great. But go check them out. Uh, we will thank you to everyone that did super chats for sending the uh, care packages down range. And I'm going to put it out there one more time. I'm not asking you guys to do anything more than you can, but if you've got an extra buck or so, uh, some good friends of ours are part of the Marsoc three that have been falsely accused and falsely charged of taking a life in, uh, in Iraq in, in 2019, they're, um, Marsoc Marines and defense for a three-year trial is is killing them. So Google the Marsoc 3. There's video every, and everything. Uh, go check out Adrian Re- with Review This Thing also. Yeah, thank you, Clover. Um, but if you've got a chance, go check out that link. And it's a fundraiser. We're, we're trying to get some funds for the Marsoc 3's legal defenses. But, yeah, definitely, if you guys missed her, go check out Adrian from Review This Thing. She's doing great work. It was great meeting her last week. Um Really good stuff, so go check her out, and uh, we'll see you next week. Simplify.